this week on the Bamcast. I'll see you in hell and hunt. Get it? One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey! Bamcast. Bamcast. Episode 337. That's a number. Sure is. <laughs> We're so sick of saying anything about the numbers. It, 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 we really are. <laughs> like, yep, that's yeah. incrementally higher than the last one. Oh, should I say Nintendo? No. No. No, no. no too bad. Too bad. Say no. that. Said it. <laughs> Sony. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them. Good yep. bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot Ooh, jocks. Robot jocks. Robot, robot, robot jocks. However, there are bad bad movies. This is stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One of five bags and some douchebags after Twilight. That was not Ooh. a very good uh, cinematic experience. In fact, I would venture to say that it was a douchebaggy performance. Mm-hmm. Maybe applicable for a negative rating scale? I would think, yeah. I would think so. Yeah. All right. yeah. It's dated, but we didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't date it. Um, nope. So we watched Trancers. Somehow we've made yeah, it we to... We did. To, so we watched Trancers. Well, I was just saying, we made it to 230 episodes, and we never watched a Trancers movie, despite there being a lot of them. Mm-hmm. 74 yeah. as, as of last count. Yeah. 74 characters. Yeah, they're still making them. Yeah. There's a TV series, an anime. Yep. What? Uh, Ooh, an anime. A manga. Yes. Manga. And a mongo. Anim- <laughs> oh, <really>? Animacers. <laughs> no, there's none of that. But, uh, um, but yeah, yeah, we watched the original uh, Tracers. Trancers. Not Tracers. <laughs> the one true Fucking Trancers. Tracer. <laughs> no, we watched Trancers from 1984. Yes. Um, so let's get a plot summary for Trancers out of the way. All right. Jack Death is kind of a cop bounty hunter in the bleak Los Angeles of the future. He's become obsessed with chasing Whistler, an evil criminal who uses powerful hypnotic <laughs> powerful hypnotic powers to convert people <laughs> into zombie-like creatures known as trancers. Okay. That's it. Okay. We'll talk more about it. All right. In the second half? Uh, no, in, no, the first in this half. half. All right. Pay attention. God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a simple concept. <laughs> yeah. This movie's chock full of Banffcast alums. Yes. Most of them from Zone Troopers. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it is a Charles Band movie. Yep. Prime. Like, yep. actually directed by him, not just produced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Empire Pictures, the company that existed before Full Moon, uh, company that brought us Robot Jocks. Yes. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Tim Thomerson, um, Art Lafleur, Art Lafleur, <laughs> Biff Mannard, and mm-hmm. Danny Bilson wrote it. Who was the director of Zone Troopers? Yeah. So it's kind of like they, it's almost like they wrap filming on this one, and they're like, "Hey guys, we got an idea. You want to do space Zone movie? Troopers?" <laughs> and they're like, "All right, yeah, man. What about Future Cop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Future Zombie Fighting Cop." <gasps> but yeah, the only other uh, cast member of note would be Helen Hunt. Aw, she of Twister. Who? She of Twister. <laughs> the most famous person in Twister. Oh, I love that game. It's been a little thing. No. Put your hands on the colors. Mm-hmm. No. The, by far the famousest person from Twister. That's that Williams pinball table, right? Is it? No. The storm that's is whirlwind. coming. Return that's to your homes. Whirlwind. The, oh, the, the crazy thing is they made a Twister table. So your <laughs> oh, really? reference just it's becomes a, a little weird. That's, that's, <laughs> that's why the joke is good. Right. Eh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, that's why the joke is better. Better than ugh. no joke. Yeah. That's why it makes it. You're right. Anyway, it is better. Helen than no Hunt, joke. best yes. actress winner. Yes. for Twister. Oscar winner. Yes, for Twister. Aster- uh, uh, Oscar winner. Yeah, obviously. Twister. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's won awards, yeah. major awards, star of after school specials, 
where drugs make you leap out of windows. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Things like that. She yeah. was on an episode of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Wonder really? Woman. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you know she was in Twister? I, I hear she was in <laughs> Twister. And that, that was as good as it gets for her. <laughs> <laughs> Twister. So anyway. Right. I am mad about her. <sighs> Let's talk more about transfers. Though. Right, transfers. That's, it, that's the it. There's the, that's the three things I know she was in. Mm-hmm. And this, yes, Twister. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. Um, yeah, Jack Death is a future cop. He is. Yes, and played by Tim Thomerson. Tim Thomerson. He was not in Twister. He was not. He was in Zone Troopers. He was in Zone Troopers though. <laughs> he was. Supers. And every other Transfers movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and. He's like the movie starts off and I was like, oh, so this is the Charles Band slash Roger Corman version of Blade Runner because it very much wants to be Blade Runner in the oh, first yeah. couple of minutes because yep. he's walking. It's kind of rainy. It's future, pseudo future, cheap future L.A. And he's narrating, you know, so it's mm-hmm. straight out of theatrical Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. And he's I guess he explained as we were commenting about everything because they just dump you in this world and expect you to take it all in. And we were just talking over the movie. And I, I guess he was explaining exactly what a transfer is and what his job is. He did. Yes. Right away. Yeah, basically more like, you know, instead of a replicant, he's chasing zombie yeah. people. There was this dude named Whistler who made a bunch of cult zombie guys follow him. They killed Whistler, and now he's hunting down the last of the trancers, mopping mm-hmm. them up. Yeah, they, they're never clear about how Whistler was able to make people into trancers. Well, they, they weren't clear about a lot of things. No, yeah. but towards the end, they try to demonstrate it, which is just basically he looks into your eyes like mm-hmm. Bella Lugosi style. <laughs> But if you're too strong, it doesn't turn you into a trancer. Mm. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, there's trancers around. Sure. And Jack Death walks into a bar. Tell me if you've heard this one. I have not. Uh, but he walks into like this 50s diner, mm-hmm. space 50s diner, future 50s diner. God, <laughs> a spider? Fucking... Is it a spider? Like <laughs> yes. a print spider? Yes. I love that aesthetic. It's, I, yes. I love like 80s future. Yes. But, but 80s like by way of the 50s. Yes. It's mm-hmm. the best. It just loops back around. Everything's yeah. a... And somehow it's weird circle. in that it doesn't date as poorly as so many other things do. To me, at least. Because it's like that whole, like, that retro future recycled thing well, this that we're already doing already with the 90s now. It's not common future. Like, this was, we don't have a lot of money, let's be super creative to figure out what future mm-hmm. is. And so it looks just a little different than what everybody else was making the future look like. Yeah. Also, like, that that era, like that 50s you know, mid fifties. Cause it's all like that, that mid fifties sort of like Chevy Bel Air with the big fins mm-hmm. and Cadillacs, like all of that was space age looking. Mm-hmm. So it already looked like rockets mm-hmm. and you know, what, what they thought of, of what they thought was sort of futuristic and high, you know, high style back then. Yeah. All the shit so they were building does, was like, this is the future of well, refrigerators. I, I mean, because eighties design, I mean, especially early, well, pretty much all of the entire eighties, automobiles and things like that were bland as fuck. Mm-hmm. Everything was boxy. They were square. Yeah, everything yeah. was square. Volvos, mm-hmm. Toyotas, you know, even the shitty Mustangs of the dime, and they were just shit square things. Yep, yep. And so there's no recognizable, no like, flair. Yeah, I mean, it was like, well, in the future, we'd obviously go back to, you know, the cool stylings of the 50s or yeah. something like it, but space style. Yeah. But the the interesting thing to me about the diner, and this is a something I noticed in uh, watching that episode of Stranger Things uh, a couple weeks ago, like, Diners don't look any different on the inside, hardly. There's like two or three space things in air quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, it just looks like a 50s diner. Yeah. Other than what she's spouting off and what the guy's ordering, you know, yeah. she's like, give me one of the, you know, kelp burgers. He, he wants and... some fried pods. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, you got some fried pods in? I'll take some of those. Yeah. You know, just yeah. It's funny to me because first thing I notice in the scene is before Jack Death even walks in, guys ordering from the from the uh, waitress slash cook slash you know single person manning this uh, this diner, mm-hmm. and we get the impression that you know resources are short you know like we have to eat weird things we don't have mm-hmm. meat anymore we don't yeah. have coffee and right. the guy's sitting there reading a fucking newspaper <laughs> yes like, yeah okay we'll still be murdering trees the for trees are newspaper. all right yeah yeah they survived but sure. you can recycle paper like endlessly yeah. so but this was after the great quake yeah because they're in lost the angels quaker it's not los angeles quake. anymore. no um but yeah we'll, we'll get to what's happened to the city in a minute no but... it's called angel city because Los Angeles was the Los Angeles yes. that fell into the sea. That's right. Okay, yes. you're right. So anyway, he comes in, he orders a cup of coffee, and she's like, you know, you want the real stuff? That's going to cost you. So that's further, mm-hmm. like, you know, all mm-hmm. resources are <laughs> gone, yeah. except for newspaper. So well, it, it, it would appear that the sea levels have risen. That's why, yeah. you know, L.A. is covered in water, and that's right. why they'd be eating kelp and shit. It, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he he gives her order, and she goes in the back, and he's talking to this guy at the at the counter, and he's like, you know, show me your transfers card, your your future ID. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, why? I don't I have to show like, you anything. I was, he was going to run a test on me. He had like a slap bracelet. Well, that first he was oh. just like, show me your ID. Because apparently they just give IDs to everybody who's not a transfer. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, here, I don't I don't have to. I don't have time for this foolishness. Don't, yeah. don't you know, you don't have any reason to suspect me. And yeah, then he like slaps a laser bla- bracelet on him. Well, he and, says, uh, like, I'm authorized by police things mm-hmm. to give you a transfer test. Yes, transfer test. And the guy's like, you can't give me a acronym for transfer test. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't have a yeah, space warrant. You don't have a space <laughs> warrant. He's like, yeah, well, I got a space gun, so fuck you. Right. He's like, all right, fine. Space yeah, scan me. Yeah, after giving him trouble, he's like, all right, man, I don't want no trouble. Yeah, I don't want yeah. no trouble. <laughs> Since you have like a you gun. You did want trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were a cop, but I didn't know you had a gun. Yeah, but mm, the yeah. transfer test Turns yeah. out negative. It's a slap bracelet that he slaps on mm-hmm. and it glows. Mm-hmm. And he's he's fine. He's not, not a transfer. transfer. But then, out of, out of nowhere, nowhere <laughs> waitress Randy lady. Has, my God, that's transfer music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, waitress has turned transfer, which basically means like you get a bit of a white cast on your face. You get a little it's like you get, you, you get yeah. ash, you get ashy patches on your yeah. face, yeah. and you get like. Herpes. herpes on your yeah. lips. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you get space herpes. It's, it's, yes. Yeah, you do not want ashy herpes. That is No, that's the, that's that is, that is the worst. That's why they call it transfers. It just yeah. sounds so much nicer. But yeah, the waitress is like, bah. Yeah. And so the, he, he fights I, the waitress. I love that he's like, shit, she's a transfer. Get help. And yeah. the guy's like, nah, fuck nah. this. And just runs. <laughs> I'm out. He leaves. But he does hit the siren outside to yeah. call the other cops there. Yeah, there's this weird beacon outside in the parking lot with a giant lever on it that mm-hmm. you just mm-hmm. wang that lever <laughs> and it just starts shooting blue pulses into the sky. Transfer alarm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he fights this he fights this this old black lady. Like mm-hmm. he chucks her over the over the over the counter. Punches her in the face a few times. Yeah, she like chomps down on his arm. She does, which we thought, oh no, now he's trans. Now he's gonna trans. But like his gun, his space gun falls into the boiling pot of water, Mm -hmm. which actually pays off because when she knocks the pot over 
and it spills out. She he, doesn't knock the pot over. She chucks it on him. That's right. Boiling water, and apparently his jacket is... Yeah, he turns around and blocks it with yeah. his It's a London back. fog. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, it spills they're, out they're of the pot, good. and he tries to grab this the gun, and immediately is like, oh, hot, I can't, <laughs> I can't go for the yeah. gun yet. So he has to fight her for a few more seconds, and then finally gets the gun and vaporize her. But yeah, he shoots the, basically his space gun shoots them dead, and then a few seconds later they vaporize. Mm-hmm. There's some term for it, even. it but it uh, apparently doesn't. I thought it was because of the space gun, the, the laser that had yeah, at first. But, but no, it, no, apparently it's built that. into the transfer. Yeah, yeah. like just, you can hypnotize them into doing whatever, and also disintegrate. Right, mm-hmm. it which changes is, their, which is great. Yeah, sure, it's a good superpower to have. It's not bad. Yep, but by this point, Art Lafleur. Who's the McNulty? Yeah, McNulty, the hard-boiled <laughs> '40s cop yeah. in the in the twenty-three forties, <laughs> right? Is is like, hey, you, you're death. You're yeah. you got to get off this vendetta you got for all these transers. He's like, no, I got to <laughs> take out all job. the transers. It's, it's your man. typical cop movie thing of I'm doing a thing. I'm protecting people. No, we. Why are you still doing that? It's like because these people still... are turning into <laughs> ashy zombies and killing people. I yeah. mean, that's. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's bad, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. It's like you, you're, 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 you're reckless. You're just gonna get people killed. We don't. The chief doesn't want you doing this anymore. And he's like, oh yeah, well, f- take my fucking badge. Mm-hmm. I quit. I space yep. quit. Yep. And he's just, Squit. he's just like, hey. <laughs> and then Jack Death goes to the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a big, long establishing shot of Los Angeles underwater. With a you know, there's a beach and you know it's a matte shot. Yeah, it's a nice matte painting. Yeah, and we they see wanted it. to show it off. The way they show it for a while, yep. and there's a gate, you know, keeping people off the beach. But uh, he's out diving for junk with his futuristic suit of his futuristic wetsuit, yeah. which is basically just a regular wetsuit and then a space helmet. Mm-hmm. In no way is keeping water out of his face. Nope. <laughs> but whatever, it's the future, so. He comes back in, and he's just got a bunch of hubcaps and a street sign for Sunset Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And then McNulty shows up again with two space Nazi cops who are just like, you got to come see the Space Council. Yeah, you got a summons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they have like a royal proclamation to hand yeah. him. <laughs> it's and like he's a like, scroll. It's in a big tube. Yeah. yeah. And and he's like, no, I'm nah, not, I'm not taking that. that. I'm going back out in the ocean. Yeah. He's like, man, maybe I can find man's Chinese theater back there. Yeah. So. And, and as he's walking, he walks into the water and... and McNulty McNulty follows him him in in his full suit and nice shoes and everything Mm -hmm. and like as as he's as Jack Death is about to dive he goes Whistler's Whistler's alive alive. yeah and it's like why the fuck didn't you lead with that yeah that's the first thing you say why did you wait until you ruined your suit before telling him this (laughs) that's really I mean respect the suit McNulty Mm -hmm. but Jack Death pops back out and he's like why didn't you tell me that (laughs) yeah why didn't you lead with that so let's go see the council. Mm-hmm. So they go to see the council. Yep. And it's a big hallway, big, you know, dumb royalty bullshit <laughs> government council yeah. building where there's, you know, at the end of this long hallway, there's like three thrones where the council members sit. Mm-hmm. Who, who knows what they do in there? One of them's gone and there's only two left. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just basically explain like, look, yep. here's the deal. Whistler went back in time. Yeah. Not oh, only is he not right. dead, he went back is, in time. This is gonna sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go back but, in but time. It never it doesn't fade. Jack Death is just like, okay, so he went down the line, you know, like this is a common occurrence. Like people yeah. just do this all the time. 
apparently the the transfers version of time travel is that you can go back and inhabit the body of one of your ancestors yeah. down the line. That's why they call it down the line, yeah. I guess. So it's kind of like Quantum Leap meets Assassin's Creed. Sure, you just you just go back in time down your family tree, and he decided he wanted to go back to 1985, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and, and they found a suitable like he you know. Because it's a movie, they're like, "Yeah, we found a guy. He just happens to be your age and look just like you." Mm-hmm. What's his? It's his ancestor. It's Paul, I know, Paul Def. But the <laughs> chances of great, like great great grandfather or something like that. I'm just saying the point. The the chances of like those two at people, that time sure. looking just like you, same age. It's you, the Back to the Future method. Of I mean, like, all your you would not look. <laughs> I mean, that many generations, you wouldn't look exactly the same. I mean, there'd be too many other parts. Hair colors. I mean, unless you're a royal family member, where it's <laughs> maybe a little too close for comfort. Um, All of Marty McFly's kids look exactly like. Him. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. one generation. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay. It's fine. Um, anyway, but yeah, um, so they're just basically like, okay, but, but you, they break this immediately. They're like, yeah, you can quantum leap into your ancestor's body, but we're also going to send these things. Like here, here's you know, then like you know, space Q lady comes in and is like, here I have this for you, and here's a gun with you know these hidden- laser watching a pin that turns into a bomb, and- <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She comes in and is like, here's it's a thirty eight, it's a you know era appropriate thirty eight revolver, but we've hidden uh, these two uh, you know syringes in there that will wake you back up right. and you know send you back here because he's and supposed he- to send Whistler back because they've got Whistler's body on the table. They're yeah. like, he's like, why the hell do you have him here and why are you keeping him alive? Like hey, we found him in the desert. They're like you're gonna go wake <laughs> him up and and where he's gonna stand trial. Yeah. But also, you know, also here's this sweet ass Omega 13 watch that actually Omega is a watch. Yeah. Um, here's an Omega 13 watch that basically can stop time for 10, 10 seconds, seconds or give or give take. Or take they call it, a I like minutes. the name, though. It's called the long second. Long second. Yeah. One it's second lasts for 10 or a minute or 30. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But, the yeah. movie but they give them these things and they're like, yeah. And, oh, and also both living council members, one of which is uh, Richard Hurd, who's, you know, character actor. You've seen him in a billion things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he's, they're like. Here's our two known living ancestors of the time. One of them, it's like, here's a picture of him. And here's his address. They had very specific information. Another one, it's like, here's a baseball card from the 70s. All I know is he's in L.A. at that time. Yeah. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Here's a name and his picture from 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, they've seen the third council member v- vaporized because Whistler went back and killed his ancestor. Um, so they, they their plan is like, okay, first, bring Whistler back. Second... Make sure our ancestors don't die, because if the council dies, then all of Whistler's followers are going to storm the castle and, you know, take over shitty Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to bring him back, pow, and fires his his laser gun and just (laughs) just incinerates Whistler's body. And the two council guys or the people are just like, what? What? Hey, (laughs) Why would you do that? And and <laughs> yeah, he's like, if we're doing it, we're doing it my way. Yeah, and they're like, well, he's not I, coming back. I guess we got no other choice. So let's send you back. Well, and he's got a point. Jack Death has a point because I mean, this Whistler guy, he just transfers everybody. He does. Everybody yeah. he gets in contact with. Yeah, he's like, I'm transferring you now, and they're <laughs> transferred. So you think those old people are going to put up a fight? No, he's going to transfer the shit out of them. Before they send Jack Death back, they play the hologram recording that Whistler sent them, mm-hmm. which is just him saying, well, I'm going to go back in time and I'm going to kill your ancestors. <laughs> Everything you just explained to Jack Death. Well, his sign off is, is really good because he, <laughs> yeah. he has this prolonged, almost John Cena, like hand come in front of his face and then he just kisses a finger and goes, 
I do. <laughs> it's, it's like super dramatic slow. It's uh, the least sinister <laughs> word. It's so but douchey. It's, it's so man, good. It's like, oh, this is the bad guy? All right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs> T-T-Y-L. <laughs> yeah. Ta-ta for now. So they, they strap Jack Death to the machine and float him back down the line, and then he just pops into Paul Death, who's a journalist <laughs> in yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, who's, who's mid-shave. Yeah. He might as well just be the quantum leap moment, just like, mm-hmm. oh boy, but mm-hmm. he's he's mid-shave, and in the other room, Helen Hunt is getting dressed into an elf costume. Well, mm-hmm. at first, it was like she was she's putting on like a workout outfit. Yeah. And we're like- It's a green leaf. And she's like, I gotta, I'm, I gotta go, it's 8.35, I'm, I'm, I'm late for work. Yeah. And I was like, work out? Uh, and then she finishes putting on the costume, which is an elf. She works at the- She's a Santa's helper. Santa's helper in the mall. <laughs> right. Because it's December of 1983. Yeah. But so, you know, here he is, he's in his whatever ancestor, and he's kind of freaking out at everything, and, you know, he's like, wow, this is weird, and going around and touching everything, and not understanding how drawers work, and just picking things up, and then he slicks his hair back, because... And he, well, he's like, hey, I'll go with you, or I'll give you a ride, and, yeah. but he has to put on a, like a, he finds a raincoat, like an overcoat in yeah. the... Like a trench coat. Yeah, a yeah. trench coat in the... In the... And it's weird because, like, when the scene starts, you get the you get the idea that maybe they've been boyfriend and girlfriend for a while. But apparently, this was a one night stand. Mm-hmm. Just the way the scene starts, they sound to like she sounds like she knows him a lot more than mm-hmm. what you would learn in one night. Yeah, <laughs> um, but she's also very comp- complimentary. Like last night was this amazing orgasmic cosmic jubilee or something <laughs> yeah well well he gave her some like it was like the uniting of two lost souls or some yeah cheesy stuff that you would it's, it's something paul said to her yeah and then jack is like oh i love that jack that, huh? can't even like pretend for half a second no he's, he's just like man <laughs> this place is fucking stupid look at it look at all these clothes you got and the hair gel and what the fuck yeah like he's standing in front of his like dresser putting on this hair gel and when he's done with it he just scrapes the rest of it <laughs> off on the edge of the dresser yeah. just like all right let's go yeah and he's, <laughs> what do you thanks, say well, thanks, dry- she actually re- re- responds to that she's like what the hell are you yeah. doing well doesn't he say dry hairs for squids yes yeah he does he does squids is apparently a derogatory term in the yeah. 24th century well and she's just like because all, all the right. water yeah it's a, like a navy derogatory term i sure, assume they yeah. adopted it mm-hmm. well they have you know mutants and Kevin Costner is all swimming around. I don't think yeah. it means squids, like, actually, squid, squid. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Either way. <laughs> Either way, she's just like, all right, whatever. I got to get to work. Let's do this. Yeah. And the next shot is him just peeling into this oh. parking lot, slamming on the brakes in the parking spot, and just going, I love this car. And she's like, okay, yeah. I have to go. Uh, nice meeting you. <laughs> and he immediately goes into, like, hey, wait a minute mode and yeah. won't leave her alone. To the point that he was like, he's grabbing her by the arm and going, wait a minute. And she's like, I, I got to go work yeah. late. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like, he's he can't asked her, use his words. He's, yeah, well, he's asked her, like, he pulls out the photo of one of the ancestors. And is like, where's this? Ad-? He tries to pronounce this street name. And she's like, it's 10 minutes away. I thought you live here. What's wrong yeah, with what you? What was it? Mm-hmm. Kohinaga or something like something that? Something like that. I don't, I don't Kahanga. know. Kahanga. But he, he realizes that he needs her to show him around because he doesn't know where the hell to go or how to get to where he's going because mm-hmm. he's an idiot. Um, so that's why he just becomes super grabby and just like, you're coming with me. You have to come with me. And she's like, no, I'm going to work. Yeah. Did I give you my phone number? He's like, I don't think so. He's like, good. <laughs> and yeah, she's working as a Santa's helper elf at mm-hmm. 8.30 a.m. Oh, yeah. And the mall. Kids get up early in L.A. Okay. <laughs> Sun's right. up earlier there, though. Same. Yeah, they're all on Eastern time. Yeah, it's almost noon. Right. 
what? But so she goes to work. She's like the photo taker at the mm-hmm. Santa's helper thing. And Jack has just decided he's going to watch. He's just like, well, I'll just wait. I'll, I'll keep trying to convince you. Yeah, at first he is. But then he's just like, no, we. you have to come with me. Yeah. We and then go. And she's like, okay, creeper. No, yeah. I'm good. Thanks. Like there's this kid rattling off this list to Santa and Santa's just staring at Jack Death. And then Santa slowly starts getting weird and starts growling. And you're like, oh, Santa's a trancer. Yep. <laughs> why Why Whistler would plant <laughs> a mall Santa? <laughs> it just seems so stupid. It is stupid. Because well, <laughs> there's no re- way he would possibly know that he was going to be here. No. And that well, and it her... also, it kind of makes sense in the fact that he knows that something at the end that he tells Jack Death right before. Sure. But if he knew that, then why didn't he just kill her anyway using Santa? Who knows? Santa Trancer? Tranta? <laughs> there, there's some, there's maybe some that was holes. the plan here. Maybe he just didn't yeah. know that Jack was going to show up. Okay. May, maybe. Uh, yes. Yeah. But yes. But either way, Santa gets, gets, gets the herpes and <laughs> ash, ashy face. Mm-hmm. Gets the ashy herpes. and Santa herpes. <laughs> and they, he throws down with Jack Death. Yeah. He's Furry like beating him with a candy cane yeah. and... This one little kid takes off and just throws this toy fence down out of the <laughs> well, way. Like, nope. Oh, yeah. Because Santa like, punches it out of the way. Santa's hulking out next to him. Yeah. Uh, and also, he could give him herpes. He the could. kid knows. That's true. Yeah. That's for life. And he's, he's very yeah. young. Yes. He he's already matter. ginger. So he has that going against him. <laughs> like Santa pulls, picks up these antlers and pins Jack against this fake wall. Uh, he tries to hit him with a candy cane. Mm-hmm. When he misses, he gets knocked down. He does the old trip him up yeah. with the hook on the candy <laughs> cane. Joink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that old chestnut. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they uh they have a fight. Mm-hmm. Jack Death wins. <laughs> yeah, he eventually shoots him. <laughs> and and I like that that the Mrs. Claus in this whole thing is just like just kind of annoyed by the whole she's like, I can't believe you're doing this. Well, she's standing there and the she, whole time, especially like a mall cop shows up with a loaded gun. Yeah. And he's like, okay, zombie Santa, enough of this. And then, you know, zombie Santa just goes over to the the security guard, takes and, him hostage. And yanks the gun away from him. Yeah. And then Jack just basically shoots him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are just diving out of the way. But Mrs. Claus is just standing there like, ugh. Well, I, I'd like to point out that the security guard brandishes a gun and everyone continues to watch for a little while. Yeah. Like, it's like, like, no, no, that's the point where you should be out. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. Old man security guard with right. a gun. You leave now. But so, yes, Santa Trancer gets shot. But he, he doesn't apparently die right away because he doesn't vaporize for quite a while. He doesn't yeah. vaporize until Whistler shows up, who's now a detective in L.A. Who also named, looks just like yeah, present day. Yep. Version. Yes. Named Weisler. Weisler. And oh, I uh, get it. so he's he's investigating the case. And, and while he's looking at the body, the body, you know, vaporizes inside the body bag. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, OK. And at this point, I was starting to question, like, how does he have the entire police force doing whatever the fuck he wants them to do? Because because they've been transferred. Well, I know we didn't know this at first because there was a body in the body bag. It, you know, disintegrates and mm-hmm. he's nobody really questions it. It's just like, yeah, get that out of here. Yeah. Like, Respected uh, detective. That's how. Yeah. yeah. Respected detective. <laughs> Respective. Respect the detective. Respective. But then it cuts to Helen Hunt and Jack Death in a car where it's already like mid conversation of him trying to explain the situation. It, they rush through 
details of this movie so quickly at times. And this is one of those scenes where it's like, okay, this will be the scene where he convinces her that he's from the future. But it's already halfway over when you get there. And she's pretty much resigned to, yeah, okay, maybe I believe you. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just going to go along because you're scaring me. I'm pretty sure that was it because the second they part... Yes. She's like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Right. But so she's basically like, okay, I'll take you to this address to find who we're looking for. Um, and it's at this tanning salon. Mm-hmm. And there's a dude in there who's the ancestor of one of the council members. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wait here. And then she's like, yeah, cool, no problem. And then <laughs> she just fucking takes off. She's yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. By the way, the way he drives this car... <laughs> obviously on a rig being pulled mm-hmm. obviously that's what they do in most movies but he is just man just over exaggerated fake driving this entire time never looking at the road and just constant just wheeled spinning back and forth oh, yeah. like he's on some amusement park ride yeah they never taught tim thomerson fake driving no lessons, he was he paying i, no I worry about tim thomerson's actual real driving, driving. <laughs> yeah if he thinks that's what you do when you drive right. like Tim Thomerson has probably caused a few accidents in his lifetime. <laughs> He's body, a gen- <laughs> whose body count is higher, him or Matthew Broderick? Oh, oh, uh, um, oh. No, I, I just imagine they put him in a car, like a real car, mm-hmm. where he actually has to drive it. And he's like, I don't get why it's going left and right, swerving all over the place. This it's, is crazy. Something's wrong with this yeah. steering wheel. As I said, I'm that's not, how you make it move forward, right? I, I'm not excusing the actions of this movie because it's obviously poorly done, but a car of that age probably wouldn't have had power steering. So it's not like it wouldn't it would have be been a, so severe. I know but, it wouldn't yeah. have been like all over the road. It still would have been shimming all over the place mm-hmm. for sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. It's still bad. But anyway, anyway, he gets to the tanning place and the surfer guy behind the counter is like, Hey bro. Yeah. He's like, nice tan. Yeah. Nice Christmas tan. Yeah. And he's basically like, yeah, t- take me to tan. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Take me he, to he's, like, he's like, he's like, listen, you tawny twink. <laughs> he doesn't sure. He doesn't sugarcoat with this guy. He's no. just like, hey man, there's some dudes that are gonna come to kill you. And he's like, what, bro? Yeah. No, no, I'm a cop. So yeah, come on, I'm a cop. So trust they're gonna, me, they're gonna kill you. And he's like, ah. he's like, all right, let's go talk in my office yeah. then. And Jack Death puts out his cigarette in his like sparkling water fruit. It's drink. like he uh, just made a, a nice glass of ice water yeah. and sliced a, an orange and put it in there. Yes. And Jack Death is just like, fuck that. The entire movie, Jack Death does not give a fuck about anything. No. And there's not enough of it, it, but every time it does happen, it's like, it's okay, funny. Yes, but yeah. like, I mean, realistically speaking, this guy should be in fucking awe of where they are and what's <laughs> right. going on. Yeah. Because. Where he's from is a fucking shithole with you oh, know, yeah. where you're eating kelp and pod people. Or <laughs> he, does, he does have like 10 seconds of that, but he's also already too old for this shit. Right. He's he's too old for 1983 shit, right. too. Yeah. That's what's terrible about yeah. it. But yeah. And like he, basically this guy just immediately goes like, yeah, bro, let's go to my office and then just spin kicks him in mm-hmm. the face and he wakes up in a tanning booth, not right. a tanning bed. Mm-hmm. And he's locked him in or well, he's pinned him in with a surfboard on the door <laughs> and, and turned and, it up to murder. And <laughs> yeah. you know, I think did death get like one punch in enough to go like, Oh, this guy transferred out. And then no, no, he, he just, just kicked he in the back of the head. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. he's gone. He was this he guy w- like the centigrade or something. I mean, later the guy killed oh. himself. Yeah. I yeah. believe is the implication because he's the, one of the, one of the ancestors. Right. So he's already he, been transferred. Yeah. He's, he's already been, been transferred. transferred. So he sets Jack death in the, in the death tan, death tan, the tan, the deaths. Uh, yeah, it's like the carbon freeze chamber at the end of Empire right. Strikes Back. Yeah. Only it's like a million degrees, yeah. which is 
Probably like, like not it possible. It literally burns his jacket yes. when he bumps against one of the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's one of those 80s tanning things, which is like, you just plug it into the wall. It doesn't have a setting. It just yeah. gets really <laughs> yeah, hot. It's just, you just a million BTUs. Right. You just leave when you feel like you're done. <laughs> he just unplugged it from the regular plug and put it in the dryer. You know, 240. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Set you for 30 minutes and ding. But Helen Hunt just decides to come back. She's, she just yeah. has a change of heart. No, she says, everything you said kind of seemed like it might check out. I thought about it for 10 minutes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So she comes back and is like, she comes in and, and she comes in to see the, the guy on the ground who shot himself in the head and then sees him vaporize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she sees him all transferred. Yeah. Space herpes. Yes. And then he just turned glows red and he's gone. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, OK. He was right I about everything. It, I think it was the ball. Santa is what turned her around. She was like, I was thinking about what the fuck happened with him. And yeah. Yeah. But she didn't see him vaporize. No, she just but I'm saying, I, I think the word she said was, I thought about whatever that guy's real name was, the mall Santa guy. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. changed Murray. my mind. Yeah. Murray. <laughs> Murray the mall Santa. Murray Claus. <laughs> have a very Murray crazy. Christmas. Yeah. So she gets him out of the, the booth. Yeah. Right. He's free. And he <laughs> immediately asks, how's my tan? Yeah, he goes, how's my tan? Because, <laughs> <laughs> again, uh, doesn't give a fuck. No. Nope. <laughs> but they, she's, is this where she's basically like, we can go hide out at my place in Chinatown? Yeah. She, he says, we need a place to go, and okay. she's like, I, my friend is out of town. We yeah. can go there. Oh, okay, but so. of course they walk out the front door and see a cop, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, let's go out the back. Yep, and nope, Whistler's oh, waiting right, yeah. there for him. Mm-hmm. He's and, like, yeah, I knew you'd be here. And yeah, and and this is still the point where we're like, we don't really like know that he's transferred basically the entire yeah. police department. Yeah, but like he's, you know, Jack's just like Whistler. He's like. <laughs> It is me. Yes. <laughs> it is I. Yeah. But like he just he gets all evil and he's like, this is Bonsoir. the end of the line for you, death. Yeah. And he just goes, fire. Yeah. <laughs> and all the cops shoot and then he activates his long second watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it, which gives him 10 seconds, which lasts about a minute and a half. Yes, because easily. he he stands there like in awe of what's happening for the longest time, just watching and then sees a a, a bullet slow mo whiz past Helen Hunt's head. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, maybe I should move now." Mm-hmm. And then he grabs her, throws her over his shoulder, and slow mo runs her out of the scene into the car. Yep, and it runs out just as he's starting the car, and well, she's like, "What?" No, he realizes he doesn't have the keys. She does. Oh, right. So he's like, "I love the look on his face too," where he's like, "Fuck." Yes. <laughs> right. And yeah, and then so it it as he's like yanking the keys out of her jacket yeah she's like what yeah yeah and she's kind of that's like when the time's up and she's like uh, what yeah oh, okay yeah she does take a lot of things in stride during this movie she's pretty much like, she's like how are we not dead yeah he's like yeah time stop thing don't worry about it yeah just <laughs> just go with it let's yeah. go let's go to chinatown mm-hmm. yeah. so they they go to chinatown they hang out in this this it's an apartment but it's it looks like just a repurposed bar but mm-hmm. wait a second i want to i want to back up for a second here because we immediately st- like the movie's kind of stopped in its tracks literally for the for a moment here because we were like we just couldn't stop asking questions of like you just stopped time mm-hmm. why the fuck didn't you stick you know whistler with the thing yeah. as you were running by which she asked she him. asks him immediately well and, and he, he brushes it off in the most stupid way possible well he says i had a choice between that and saving you and i chose to save you he and had yet, time no, to do both there, he had time of, to stop and look at whistler sure. while he's doing that yeah. shit there was there was plenty of time. yeah i mean this this entire scene was like the quicksilver moment in, in uh days of future past or whatever mm-hmm. i mean it fucking goes on forever like he altered yeah. all kinds of things yeah yeah 
But you know, whatever the the short movie it's got twenty five minutes shorter. of slowdown time <laughs> yeah, in eighties right, yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, so uh, they, so they they're get... at this Chinatown apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're there for like. I mean, he's he's. Uh, I think she's gone to like take a shower or something, and he's like, she's sitting... brought in. She brought in Chinese. Oh, food that's right. She went to go and to take out supplies yeah. like a police band radio and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's supplies. watching Peter Gunn on TV yeah. cop show. And he's like, this is really good. I like. It. <laughs> and she's like, ew. And he's like, no, it's really good. It's great. Um, but that she goes, he, she goes, I got fortune cookies. Yeah, and he's like. What are those? And he's like, oh, there's a little piece of paper that has your fortune inside of it. And she starts reading. I'll read it. yours. Yeah, she starts reading oh, it. And it's like, <laughs> she goes, it's him. He goes, I found you and your bitchin' girlfriend. Yeah. And he's like, <gasps> he's like, wait. <laughs> and like, she starts laughing at him. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Yeah. This yeah. life-altering quest that you uh, travel through time mm-hmm. to stop. Yeah, it's all a joke to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yeah, and she she brought in like beef chow mein or something like mm-hmm. that, and he's like beef from a cow. And she's like, yes, and then he eats it. And he's like, wow, yeah, <laughs> this is pretty good. And then like for he's like had a second of shit's pretty cool. Like, like so he's you know he's found some entertainment. He's eating food that he likes. His girlfriend's made a joke and kind of implied that she's now his girlfriend for whatever reason because mm-hmm. movie 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 got to get to mm-hmm. the third act. Um, but then music yeah starts blaring. And he's like, what that? What? What is that noise? And she's like, oh, that's the club downstairs. He's like, let's go have fun. Well, he's yeah. like, how long is that going to last? And she's like, oh, until two or three. And he's like, fuck no. Yeah. He's like, because he's trying to listen to the police band. Yeah. And her, like, the Charles th- band. Think about, <laughs> think about her for a minute. Okay. Is she's just been shot at mm-hmm. by cops, mm-hmm. teleported into a car. Mm-hmm. She's running around with a dude who's like straight out of the Terminator, going, I'm from the future, and I have to save yeah, lives. Man. She doesn't and, know what the Terminator is. And she's just like. Okay. Let's just go have some fun downstairs in the in the club. She's basically a modern day Doctor Who companion. She's just like danger. Ha ha. ha let's go have fun. Yeah. You're you're cool, spaceman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just rolls with it. Yeah. So she's like, hey, the police police radio is portable. Just come downstairs with yeah. me. And so they go downstairs. Although she's changed outfits again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and hair color. Is this where she dyed yeah, her hair? He's he... told her that her blue hair is too recognizable. It mm-hmm. needs to be changed to pink. It's but it's not like fully blue. No, I mean, it's no, like it's she has like, uh, like the chalking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. she probably just went to the box of Crayola chalk and got a pink one and right. went. <laughs> yeah. So they go down to the punk bar, and uh, the the buttheads are the <laughs> the the band of choice, mm-hmm. doing their punk version of Jingle Bells. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is pretty it's good. Pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, and she just starts dancing. She's like, you know, hey, you should you should come out here and dance with me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, all right. And he kind of does it for a little while. And then apparently, like an ex boyfriend of hers shows up. Yeah. And he's like, you you got a bunch of my tapes, man. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll I'll send them to your mom's house. He's like, mm-hmm. that's not good enough. And Jack Death is just like, I'm not accepting this. Yeah, he's all. like, all right, leave her alone, guy. Yeah. He's like, who's, who's, the, the, who's old the old dude? dude? <laughs> Look, he's even got a hearing aid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like spits in his face. Yeah. Just flat out just spits right in his face. Yeah. Well, this was like, he'd warned him several times, though. He was like, back off. Yeah. Or, or you're going to regret this. Yeah. And the like, spit tell was your like the father final, to stop bothering the us. The spit was the final take, and, you yeah. know, and he was just like, all right. He just punches one punch and knocks him out. And then he just starts rocking out to the song, and she's like, yeah, right. cool. <laughs> and then the song kind of ends, and his three gang member friends are standing mm-hmm. there. Just fucking ridiculous looking oh, punk man. members. The great Mohawks. Just 
That guy had a weird hair. front hawk, like yeah. <laughs> like the guy that used to dance for Hammer, you know, yeah. or, that ironed his hair. He, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A, it's a little Ed Grimley too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and Jack Death is just like nah <laughs> to punch all these guys, and no Donnie Brook bro- breaks out. Like no. everyone's just like. Yeah, cool. he, he basically just like one, two, three yeah. guys, and then they're in kind of looks around and they're like, "No, we're cool." Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> did we did we want to point out that is this where she acquires the jacket? She was wearing the jacket before this. Where it's just I was I only want to point out because it's a little fucking weird. The jacket was earlier. The jacket was between her mall gig and getting right. to Chinatown. I'm just saying, there's a point where she's running around. And she's got a denim, you know, Confederate flag jacket. Yeah, yeah. In 1983, Los Angeles is a little fucking weird. It's strange. Other than yeah. like, there is a shot when there is a shot when after he gives the punks like, "Come at me," you know, like. The other, the rest of the crowd there, mm-hmm. where there were a couple people in the audience that kind of looked like the beginnings of the neo-Nazi skinhead party, like the suspenders and you know, that version of punk right. looked mm-hmm. like they might have been there. So maybe it was implied she maybe. acquired it from somebody that she'd been with at the club. I, I don't know. It's just, like I said, it's just a little weird. Like, it is. Why, it's like, weird. What the fuck is that? Especially in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. They probably just grabbed it off a rack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, here, put this jean jacket on. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're 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 done dancing. Yes, yeah. they they just go back upstairs. Yeah. from here and sexy time. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like, hey, come give me loving now. Yeah, and you you beat up my ex. Yeah, and his friends. And they, they start making out, and then there's a knock at the door, and it's a little girl. Yep. Well, in body, not right. in voice. Yep. It's the ancestor of McNulty. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's like, oh shit! <laughs> but I I I said this right from the beginning. I was like, could I mean. It's not that hard to find kid actors like kid. People want their kids to be in things and they couldn't find someone that could like say because she doesn't have very many lines. It's a Charles Band movie. That was probably someone's kid. I know. But was, like yeah. she comes in and it's like she's dumped mm. by like a 20 to 30 year old woman. Well, so someone wanted her to have a similar accent to McNulty. I, yeah. For whatever reason, I don't know. But yeah. So, OK, so baby, baby McNulty, as, baby as she's credited yeah. in the closing credits, has shown up. And uh, is just yelling it, you know, the the council wants you back. You need to come back because there's going to be changes. He's like, no, I'm about to have sex with a lady. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, it just literally picks her up and yeah. carries her out. Yeah, he's like, like, I'm working on it, man. Right. Yeah. And then goes into, you know, make out yeah, with where were we? 15-year-old Helen Hunt. <laughs> She's like 21, Chuck. Yeah, you can stop saying She's, she's really st- stuck on that. She <laughs> yeah. seems like a child in this. She yeah. really does. Um but then, like, baby McNulty is snuck back in and is peeking over them. Yeah. And just the as wall. things get going, he zaps. Yeah. Yes. Zaps, zaps with Jack the, some zap gun, and then they pop back up in the future. It was a pop gun. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, wait, why? Why? What are we doing here? And McNulty's basically like, you're off the case. We've got this other guy we're going to send in. I don't know why. I don't. They're not getting any reports well, or anything. Well, to be fair, he is batting 500, and he's only been there like a day. Yeah, but that dude killed himself, and he was already a trancer, so there was nothing Jack Death Yeah, but they don't done. know that. They just know that like someone suddenly de- dematerialized, yeah. Yeah. which, I, again, I hate to like... They didn't give him time to explain either. They yeah. just showed up and said, you're off the case. Kind look, of a dick move. Yeah. I, I, look, I know this is, a, this is a full moon movie, and I shouldn't think too much about this, but like there are things in this that bother me where <laughs> if you go back and kill someone in their ancestor form, how would you even know they didn't exist? And wouldn't someone else have just risen to take the council seat? Because uh, I mean, you're thinking way too. Well, many look, I'm just saying, there. like, if you erase them from history, like they wouldn't miss them. They just probably would have someone else would have been like, I'll be the cat. You see, the timeline fractures. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Berenstain Bears. You right. see, uh, time it- is a cube. Okay. <laughs> and 
right? It's like a Rubik's Cube. If you turn it one way and then you f- rotate it the and then side? turn it another, yeah. then nothing makes sense in this fucking movie <laughs> sure. time-wise. Okay. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. You're right. You're it, absolutely if right. If you really want it, there's the Back to the Future school of there's one timeline, that's it. Mm-hmm. Or there's the um, the infinite timelines. And chances are, this is just one of the infinite timelines. Ones. Sure. Yeah. But this movie but already has a, a good screwy... time travel movie is picking one and sticking with right. it. Right. But like this movie already has a screwy method of time travel anyway. So it's not like this was, you know, every movie at this time was doing a different method of time travel. Like mm-hmm. Terminator was weird and Time Rider was weird right. and I, everything was just odd. Like I said, I didn't want to get in a quantum physics discussion, but it's just it's oh, a there's little, no chance of that here. It's a little <laughs> weird that like suddenly they're just like, oh, well, he just disappeared. So fuck it. Bring him back. We need to talk because yeah. mm-hmm. you're already halfway failed. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At but, least they kind of hold to their weird time sure. travel yes, gimmick, yes, I guess. They do. Yeah. They, they, they as do. little sense as it makes, they at least stick yeah. to it. But yeah, the the lady council woman, she's the only one left and she's she's like, I'm not Yeah, I don't want to die. Yeah. And so Jack Death basically just gives her a, a he's speech. Like, I'm on it, man. I, like, he's I, like, I get results. I'm the only one who can do this. Yeah. I'm it, me. I'm the only one who can fix this. <laughs> <laughs> he totally trumps her, yes, doesn't he? Does. <laughs> and she's like, all right, yeah. <laughs> you go out there and get results. Um, yeah. so he's You're like, just a straight talker. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, because they think that he's just there so he can bang Helen Hunt. Right. Yes. And and he's like, no, she's the one who's going to be able to find this guy for me. Mm-hmm. So I this... got a local. I got an in. Yes. I'm good. <laughs> yes, he has an in. I was uh... about to have it out too, but you <laughs> yeah. pulled me out of here. So they send him back, and I love that time elapses kind of the same, like the amount of time that elapses while mm-hmm. he's back in the future has also elapsed back in the past because yes. he zaps back in and the sex has already happened. Mm-hmm. And yep. he's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> he's it. like nudging her. Like, did, is it already, it were, you know, huh? And did Phil already fill you? Oh, <laughs> and she's it. like, yeah, well, he actually says, I hope you had a good time. Yeah. Phil. F- yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> like it's, Phil is somehow at fault here. <laughs> it is Phil's fault. I, cause I, 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 I mean, like, think about it. Phil, I assume was checked out. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, like yeah. not there. Yeah, yeah. And suddenly he wakes up and it's just like, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Phil is the kind of guy. I guess. Like, I'm saying. Oh, so think shit. About I'm banging Phil, this girl again. Phil yeah. picked her up. <laughs> Santa's helper. And then suddenly transported to another place. Like he was, last thing he knew, he was shaving in his own apartment. He probably didn't know anything happened. Right. It was probably just a, you know, instantaneous like, oh, I'm still in bed with Helen Hunt. <laughs> right. But in, a different, bed, kind in of, a different place. <laughs> Phil's the kind of guy that if he blacks out and yeah. wakes up about to fuck Helen Hunt, he's fucking Helen Hunt. Yeah. That's Phil. Huh. He's that's that kind of guy. Phil. Yeah, well, that's, that's Phil. Phil. <laughs> that's Phil for you. It's old Phil Cosby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway. he's just like, shit. D- damn you, McNulty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he didn't get to have the sex with Helen. Yeah. Right. Um, but th- th- he. <laughs> so, okay. So he he's like, damn it. And he picks up the remote. And he's like, <laughs> he picks up the TV remote and just immediately he's like, come on, Peter Gunn. <laughs> like, yeah. He's rolling the dice. Like, what channel is it going to be on? Mm-hmm. And they get to a, a, like a commercial, which is just a long joke. It's just like own yeah. the the famous reproductions yeah, rep- of art, art yeah. commercial. Yeah, and it's just like it starts naming all these famous pieces of art, and then it says Whistler's mother, and he's like, I don't even know Whistler had a mother. I did not know she had a mother. <laughs> Zing, you know, wah wah, and, yeah. and then he just gets to a news report where <laughs> Whistler is just looking right into the camera, giving information to the reporter, mm-hmm. uh, something about going to clean up the homeless problem or something like that. We're going to start giving hobos IDs. You know, this is how we're going to fix the homeless problem is yeah. we start giving them ID cards and sweep up the streets or something. 
And so he shakes Helen Hunt awake and is like, we got to go to Skid Row now. Yeah. Where is Skid Row? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. Yep. And <laughs> he also, when he was in the future, he made them send him another watch. Yes. Another time for you. Maybe send him like three or four of those. Never understood yeah. why they don't. Yeah. They kind of made it sound like it was a refill, which is even stupider because I don't mm-hmm. even think he still had it. No, yeah. because they said when it's done, it's going to disintegrate. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. there is nothing to have. Yeah. So send him I, a box full of those watches. Right. <laughs> maybe they can only send like, One maybe they have item. to send like that, that little canister or whatever, because they use you the can same fit canister. A lot of watches in sure. There. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm totally with you. But maybe the only object they can send, mm-hmm. like they've only figured out how to send that canister back in the past or maybe. something, and only because that canister has an ancestor, has a canister in the past. <laughs> Somewhere, so it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. taking the place. You, so of you a, just Whistler mother that Whistler's mother that whole thing, yeah. <laughs> so you could get the cancer. cancer no, no, I thought of it oh, okay, halfway through. Okay. I just, I just dragged it out a little bit longer to make sure I could sell it. Sure, good, all right. Yeah, they run out, Best and the, joke. the box just immediately appears, and she's like, "Whoa, that's the coolest thing ever!" And he's like, "Yep, got another watch, and let's mm-hmm. go." And she steals motorcycles for them. Yep, they go to the they go find bums and they're trying to track down the well. They find three bums singing Christmas carols over an open uh, yeah, one of which fire. is Leonard from Community. Yeah, right? and who still looks like Leonard he, from Community, even though this is thirty years 30 earlier. Years earlier, <laughs> yes. And this is back when when Skid Row was kind of a friendly place. Like all the bums were super happy and just yeah. cheerful drunks. And, well, it's Christmas. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's the uh, the distinguished gentleman. You know, the, yes, the, you know, coming to America world. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. And it's, they just go into this routine of just like, oh, you three kings, this is the the queen of Christmas, the Christmas angel who is here to gather information, knowledge from you. And they're like, oh, well, what questions do you have of the sweet Christmas mm-hmm. angel? And she's like, well, I'll give you these M&Ms if you tell us where, uh, where the baseball guys happen. Hap, Hap Ashby. Ashby. Yeah. yeah, you know this guy, Hap Ashby, and they're like, uh, oh, yeah, highball. Yeah, eight ball. Ball. Highball. Highball. highball, yeah. Do you have any treats for us, old wise no, men? No, they could have just said no, because they yeah. already got the information. But she apparently oh, had no, a... they, that's right. They, they no. told him the name, they didn't tell him where he was. Right, so yeah. she produces like a bag of M&Ms or something. They're like, oh, he's got the old paper mill or something yeah. like that. Okay, oh, gotta go. We three will eat these treats. <laughs> Fairly yeah. well. Yeah, they make a whole other yeah. stupid carol about it. But... Yep. So they go to the, the paper mill, and then for some reason this movie is just padded out to fuck where it's just Jack Death walking around this empty mill for a while um, and some cops are also walking around and it's just stealth walking around through this place for I don't know a good five minutes it seems like they're just padding the running time mm-hmm. when they could have padded it with actual dialogue earlier and explained more things but um, he eventually hides in Hap's little domicile that he's yeah. <laughs> his little homeless domicile yeah his little cardboard apartment yeah and the cops like come to come to ask him questions he's like no nah, i'm not half ashby i'm gonna throw up on his shoes and they're like okay thank you sir <laughs> no more uh but he he addresses he calls them trooper mm-hmm. he's like no because well, they're tro- shining lights he's like could you watch the lights yeah. there trooper yeah and so they're walking away and they're like wait a minute whistler said that in the future, cops were called troopers. Yeah, that's such a leap from state trooper <laughs> to just whatever. So they go running back, but he's gone. Right. Um, and then like we, we see um, Ashby like have, hanging out with the bums. Isn't it like kind of intermixed with this? They're a level below. Yeah. 
Uh, they're having they're, like bottled baseball. Yeah, they're playing drunk baseball, mm-hmm. which is just basically drink this entire bottle of alcohol and then throw it like a baseball. Mm-hmm. And this one man with a stick will try to hit it with mm-hmm. a pipe. Yes, yeah. <laughs> a pipe. Yes, with, this will injure everyone. It's, ho- it's, in the hobo, room. It's, it's, it's hobo baseball. It's so you gotta be dangerous. Ball. Yeah, yeah. Except it's pipe ball. Yeah, and it's deadly. There's gotta be a result in injury. At least seven ways that you can lose an eye. Yes, or it's not hobo baseball. That's why it's only one pitch. That's what the entire game is. One pitch. So just like this movie, yes, <laughs> basically. So he just pitches the bottle and it shatters on the wall, and they're like, "Hooray, we're all not dead!" <laughs> and so, um, it... yeah, the cop comes back, and and well, they the cop one of the cops catches back up with Tim Thomerson, like. Mm-hmm. Yes, trying to get downstairs or somewhere else in the he's building. He's trying to climb under yeah. a garage door, or something. and he's just yeah. like, "Hey, hold it there!" And basically, transfers out, and he starts becoming transfery. Yeah, and then yeah. Helen Hunt shoots him from behind, like comes up and saves him at the last second, like he's about to pull the trigger. Yeah, and... well, this is kind of where we realize that they're all right, yeah. transferred, and and Jack Death is basically like, "You can fight it, man. You can yeah. fight it." And he's like, "Nah, yeah, yeah we're both no. we're both cops, man." Yeah. He's like, "No, Whistler's the best cop we've ever seen." Yeah. He's He's the one true t- cop. <laughs> I, I dedicate my life to him. <laughs> I, Top cop. I would die for Whistler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But th- yeah, they're doing but this yeah. whole thing. And it's it's the old movie, like, you know, guy in front's pulling the trigger and he gets shot from behind. Mm-hmm. And it's Helen Hunt. And he falls down on the ground and, you know, vaporizes. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, holy shit, I just I shot that guy. And he's like, good job. You have scorched your first transfer or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Scorch? Yeah, scorch. Scorch. Singed. 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 There we go. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I wonder why different tracers take different times. Like, Santa, maybe Santa Claus was a large man. Maybe it just takes longer for you to get up, to, yeah. up to light speed. They don't really get into transfer metabolism. No, they don't. So. I need somebody. Blood loss. Maybe it's. I need somebody to write a thesis on this. Some fanfic. Yeah. <laughs> some yeah. no. some, some no. transfers. No, no transfers. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Quincy visits the transfers. <laughs> <laughs> Solves the transfers mystery. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> um, so anyway, they're, they're basically like, okay, let's get out of here. And then they fall through the floor and land mm-hmm. right in the middle of hobo baseball. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Baseball. Well, she wants a kiss then. And he's like, no, nah, we got business to do. And yeah, she's we- like, we can stop time for it. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's okay. Oh, fine. No. Yeah. I'll kiss you. And he does, and then and he's, that's like, when they fall he's basically like in the middle of yeah, the baseball. He falls for, he falls for yeah. her. <laughs> yes, he does, <laughs> and she falls for him. Yeah, they, they, they do. They fall for each other they in the middle of the baseball. <laughs> and they're all just like, "What? Who are you?" And he's they're pulls like, out the baseball. Hey, it's you. Yeah. Pulls out the baseball card. Hap Ashby. Yeah, you're important. Come with us. And he's like, "Nah." Yeah, he's like, "People are trying to kill you." And then, like, right on cue, Whistler and the cops are like in the hole, going, "Get them!" and just start shooting. Yeah. Well, no, they're like, "All right." Ashby, step forward. Right. And the bums just push oh, him out right, right yeah. of the, the circle. Push him out there. And he's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> he's like, you bums. <laughs> yeah, he actually calls them bums. Yeah. Well, they can say bums. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, they all start shooting at him. He gets out of the way, and then they all escape mm-hmm. outside. Yeah, and there's and this begins a chase on the scooters mm-hmm. where they have to split up from Helen Hunt because there's two grown men on a scooter. Yes. Hap wants to get on with, he's like, I'm going to ride with the lady. <laughs> and Jack's Rightfully like, Rightfully so. No. <laughs> you get on here with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, they split up. Helen Hunt gets shot in the arm. Um, eventually, yeah. they all get away. Well, yeah, they do, but not before they suddenly cut to a man just decorating <laughs> his tea, his tree, drinking eggnog. And we're like, 
that was weird. Just like, mm-hmm. hello, sir. <laughs> and then they cut back to her driving down an alley. Yeah. And yeah. then they cut back to the man in the tree. Mm-hmm. And we suddenly realize, oh, there was a window right at the end of that alley. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a weird place, but okay. It's LA. It's yep. not exactly planned well. Yeah. So she drives that fucking scooter directly through this man's living room, mm-hmm. through his window. Mm-hmm. Which, I guess, effectively ends the chase, because nobody follows her at that no, point. that's kind of weird. The end of Can't it. get a cop car through a window. She escapes oh. from there. Yeah, okay. But she's like, you know, terribly sorry for your tree. No. Bye. No, <laughs> and she's like, uh, can you let me out? Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So she goes She goes back to the Chinatown apartment mm-hmm. to uh, bandage up whatever bullet She, she got winged. Yeah. Yeah. So. And meanwhile, the fucking... The bum, you know, they've made it back, and, oh, and Jack Death is just having none of this bum. The bum's like just making sandwiches in the house. <laughs> well, and- I mean, this motherfucker's been <laughs> shot at. He's been he's been betrayed by his hobo clan, and he's just immediately like, "I'll make a Dagwood and just chug some more fucking alcohol here." <laughs> yeah, thank you for calling it a Dagwood before I could. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like I mean, yeah. this guy has no fucking self preservation meter whatsoever. No, no, no he's he's. And currently drunk, so he yeah, just Yeah, and according to the trivia, was actually drunk. I believe it. For the scenes. I believe it. And I believe Tim Thomerson's anger at him. Yeah. V- forcing him around. Like, well, there was that one scene where they escape out of the warehouse and he starts to run the other way. I guarantee you that was not supposed to happen because mm-hmm. Thomerson just grabs him. It's like, no, this way. God. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and then they're just like, oh, God, what's that smell? Yeah. Well, she's like, man, something smells funny. And they're like, mm-hmm. it's oh, probably it's the Ashby. hobo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might be the homeless guy. And they're like, okay, we're dragging you to the bath. And he's like, no sandwich. And keeps like, <laughs> he keeps like grabbing they're trying the sandwich. to peel his clothes <laughs> off. And so they peel his arm, like they yank his arms away from the sandwich. And as they get his jacket off, he just immediately goes back to the sandwich <laughs> well, yeah. and picks it up again. And, and he's like, it. I have rights. Yes. And they're like, we do too. Yes. Get in the shower. Stop eating that sandwich. <laughs> this right here is the only hero I need. Yeah. <laughs> so they just put him in the tub. I'm holding out for a hero. Still dressed. And just turn the shower on. They're yep. like, okay, see ya. <laughs> and he pulls just, his hat over his face. He just resigns himself to the fact that he's going to be in there. Pulls the hat down. Just like, mm. Ooh, woe is me. <laughs> Could you bring me that sandwich? <laughs> yeah. I don't care if it's wet. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, they, Jack Death goes and calls the police department mm-hmm. from here. Yeah. And he's like, I need to talk to Whistler. Mm-hmm. You tell him it's Jack Death. He'll know who's calling. <laughs> He'll know what it means. <laughs> he yeah. actually says something like, tell him it's Death calling. He'll he know what it means. It's like, whoa. <laughs> uh, there's a Mr. Death here on the phone for you. I think he's called about the creeping. <laughs> yep. And, and he's like, listen, I'll give you Ashby. I just want to live a life with the girl. Mm-hmm. You let her go and you let me go. And it's all cool. Yeah. Because he at one point explained to Helen Hunt that his wife had volunteered to be transfer bait. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, cool, whatever. And then she died as a result. And he's yeah. like, I don't want to ever go through that again. Mm-hmm. So, he, so yeah, he's, she's like, so you love me? And he's like, uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah I guess that's like, what I'm saying. Isn't that what I said? Yeah. Yeah. But that was also all a trick. <laughs> Why are you twistering up my words like <laughs> that? <laughs> Twister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is a plan to, to get Whistler out into mm-hmm. the middle of the open. Yeah. Um, apparently he does not bring back up. Hmm? For this plan? Oh no, no, he uh, comes alone. Yes, I believe, he, yeah, he just comes yeah. alone to collect. How well, he knows? Well, because yeah. he thinks he's like, all right. So I think he knows that he's being yeah. played. Well, Jack Death is like, I'm going to play him, and mm-hmm. and Whistler's like, I'm going to play him, mm-hmm. and so they've got they've got Hap sitting across the uh, the road there just drinking, and Helen Hunt's like watching from binoculars. So Whistler comes up from behind her and grabs her and is like, ha ha. 
To which Jack Death comes out from behind. Well, no, he tells her, call out to Jack. Oh, yeah. And so she does. And because it's Ashby wearing mm-hmm. the jacket. Right. You know, he immediately looks up and yeah. he gets shot at, but he jumps into a dumpster. Yes. <laughs> he fucking goes for it. Yeah. It's a header into that dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when Jack Death comes yeah. out and is like, yeah. haha. And he's like, you took six shots. I know there's no bullets left. And she goes, that was only five. <laughs> and she just goes, five. <laughs> it's pretty good. And man, all the bullets in this movie explode when they yeah. come in contact with something like there's good sparks flying. So. He fires his last shot at Jack Death, and I don't know where it actually hit, but it looks like Jack Death just goes up in like this spark explosion. Mm-hmm. He's all right, but that would have been yeah. a fun ending. It was just yeah. like, no, five. But <laughs> Jack Death died a stupid man. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I can't yeah, count. That's when Whistler's like, you know, Phil marries her, and, and that's and that's why you're his descendant and yeah. all this. And it's like, well, that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, guess what? We're right at the edge of a building here. Mm-hmm. So and he's basically like, watch your watch yourself get erased. Yep. And he chucks her off the building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he hits his long second watch. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then grabs his belt buckle, does like a zip line off the roof, catches her. Again, doesn't take the time to. Nope. Hit what's his face with no. the thing. Yeah, just like like, you've got ten seconds. Take yeah two. Like you could do that in motion while you're running. Like right. stab yeah. and then. Let me go do the this one is at least quicker. It's right. not mm-hmm. a full minute and a half like the last yeah. one. But I did appreciate that they do cut to Hap in the dumpster just chugging <laughs> this bottle of what, in grain alcohol. Motion. Yeah. Do you believe <laughs> that's technically guzzling? I mean, it's like a Nestle commercial. He is yeah. just yeah. splashing well, He's this like, like full-on cocktailing into yes. his own mouth. Yeah. You know, like, like Cruise <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yes. I'm just saying, like, he's pouring the drink from yeah. a ridiculous height yeah. into his own mouth. It's just a slow-motion Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> it's so <Yeah>. good. <laughs> Surge. Yeah. But yeah, and then he just kind of was like, what? Mm-hmm. In mid-drink. And yeah. of course he gets down and catches her and catches she's okay. Her. And then, <laughs> I don't even, I was going to make it like a deus ex machina joke, but I don't even know what you do with this one because Hap just decides, hey, I've got bottle throwing skills. Mm-hmm. Well, he's Love- a pitcher. Why? Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> Full of water? No. Uh, <laughs> he's like, he pegs uh, Whistler in the head, which makes him sort of fall off the building, but he's hanging yeah. on by his, his hands. He just, oh, I just want to take a right- second <laughs> to talk about that shot of him. Like, sure. Whistler's got the gun or whatever, yeah. and he's, he just, the bottle comes out of nowhere <laughs> from from the side, too, right. and just beans the guy in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like right in the middle of him, like doing this threatening, like, well, uh, it's time. I'm going to get you. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so undignified. So he's it's just great. hanging on to the building. And then gets pegged in the hand with another one. Yeah. yeah. And then falls into a fountain. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Jack pulls him out and he's just like, he put, he opens up his secret gun compartment where he's got mm-hmm. the, the antidote and one of them's busted. Right. So he's like, one of us is going back. Yeah. And they're like, you, you're you not going to do it. You're not going to kill him, are you? And he's like, it suddenly doesn't he get the information that current day Whistler, not with what is it? Well, how do they say it? What's the stupid way they say it in modern day time? Weisler. Weisler. Weisler yeah. yeah. He goes, Weisler has six, six children. Yeah, six, six kids. kids. You're going to murder him. He's too. a decent guy. So he just jabs him in the chin with the antidote. Mm-hmm. And I guess Whistler goes nowhere because his mm-hmm. future body's gone. And oh yeah, I guess he did. Just, where do he go? Nowhere. He's I don't know. He's, he, well, maybe we'll find out in Trinity. He's, hanging, he's hanging out with Paul wherever they are. Maybe he's like maybe he had a backup plan. Like he's maybe he's like lawnmower manned himself a you know alternate plan or something. I don't know. Now he's don't just know. they have to find the horcruxes. Yes, have to find the horcruxes. <laughs> but yeah, so then now you know regular Whistler guy is there and he's like, what happened? Yeah. Where am I? And they're like, well. 
They're like, Ashby, fill them in. Yeah. <laughs> and they walk off. Yeah, it's like, I guess I live here now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and there's one final shot with the 10-year-old version of the baby, baby uh, what's his baby name? McNulty. 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 Baby McNulty. Walks yeah. out from the shadows. Just kind of looks and like does the old like smile at the camera like, yeah. I know there's going to be a sequel, maybe. Freeze <laughs> <Right. Yep. laughs> frame on yeah. her and credits. Slow credit roll. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Very yep. slow credit roll. Uh, music. That it's, Jingle Bells punk song's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's good. your typical low budget '80s like. It's hey, good, we heard Terminator, but I think it's, it's a little better than good. that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. not it's just synth- a synthesizer. It's it's a it's got some cool beats. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had forgotten that they actually made soundtracks like this. Yeah, like I thought that the like weirdly overdone synthy soundtrack thing was just sort of a melange, sort of nostalgic remembering of the '80s. No, they exist. When I was watching oh, yeah. Stranger Things, I was like, it's the second time today. Um, I brought that up. Um, I was like, that's, it's, this is what they are imitating in yes. Stranger Things. Like, it, so it's fucking practically the it. exact same right year, too. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. they, they were making this in 83. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. It's weird, man. Yep. So, yeah, no ancillary awards. No. Nope. But we just rate it. And I'll rate it. Okay. I'm going to give it three jocks. Uh, I like this movie. I think I like... Obviously, it's very low budget. From what I read, it's like $400,000. That's fucking impressive for this movie. As low budget as it looks and feels, to only have spent $400,000 on this movie is damn impressive. Um, The movie as a whole is just kind of off. There's just something about it that never quite clicks right, but there's such a collection of interesting things in it that... And it's so short mm-hmm. that I think it's it's worth your time. I, I just... The, the things that we kind of hinted at is that, you know, the, the dialogue and exposition stuff seems to come so fast and sometimes is off camera, like you don't even see some of it. It really needed more of that because a lot of time you're just wondering, what's going on? Wh- who is that? Why, why is this happening? But then they will have like a five to seven minute scene of just someone walking around, mm-hmm. you know, skulking around, looking at things. And or setting just, up jokes that take way yeah, too long to pay it's just, it's just strange. I, I know a lot of Full Moon or Empire movies were super short back then, but y- you could have put in a couple more scenes of dialogue and just really... You, you've created a world. You've created a universe that doesn't exist. You need to explain it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Just a touch. Yeah. So I do like it. Three three jocks um, could be better. Uh, I, li- I like it, too. I'm actually going to give it two, the two jocks, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sadly actually taking off a, a jocks because, like, I think this is pretty good. And I want to say that I, th- I'm actually really interested to see at least transfers two, if not mm-hmm. three as well, because, mm-hmm. like, I'm interested enough in the, the little universe they've created. But I'm taking off a jocks because... I don't completely understand the universe they've created <laughs> like that. I, I shouldn't let that bother me, but it, it bothers me enough to remove part of the rating that I'm like, what, what about and this? Uh, it's like an I have a fan theory on story on how to explain it, but I don't know if I want to get into it. Okay. You put that on Tumblr. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I, I liked it. I mean, I almost feel three jocks, three jocks ish, mm-hmm. but like it's, it's just it, like, I don't know. I need something. Yeah. I need to understand how you can send both people and physical objects back and why not send back the fucking laser gun and make this all easier. Yes. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's like when you're okay, don't use this most of the time. But when you're alone faced with Whistler and some, you know, ashy zombies, fucking use the laser gun (laughs) because it's a lot more effective. Yes. So laser guns are always more effective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with agree with Chuck and it's three jocks. I think there's a lot of 
there's a lot of personality that Tim Thomerson brings to this that I think works. There's the little side bits of humor that never feel forced. Yeah. Which is nice because it like kind of fits the character who's like, ah, what the fuck ever, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that kind of works. And just some of the Helen Hunt stuff, like when she jokes that, oh, Whistler, you know, had the fortune cookie thing. Like she sells that really well with the way she kind of laughs at him mm-hmm. about it, you know, and, and it's just, there's just random dumb stuff like, you know, like the the scooter defenestration and, you know, and some of the Santa stuff when they're in that fight, that's yeah. just, it's just jokey enough that it's fun. So, yeah, I'd, I'd go three jocks. And yeah, and like you said, for, for $400,000, that's, this is a damn good, damn well-made movie for mm-hmm. $400,000, even in 1984 money. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a bit, like, cheap looking in ways, but... That didn't really necessarily over affect affect it too much. It just looked a little like eh, it could be better, I guess. But like it it wasn't bad enough to affect the movie. I think. Um, yeah. Even when they got over adventurous with certain effects, it mm-hmm. was still interesting looking. Yeah, like the bullet flying through the air. Yeah, and that that matte painting of um, of New York. Or Los Angeles. Or yeah. Los, Los Angeles, Angeles yeah. yeah. Well, like when they like, establish the outside of the council and they sh- they have that car there and for a second you're like, ooh, what's that car? And then you realize, oh, that's a toy. Right, yeah. But it's still pretty cool to look at. You're like, wow, that's pretty They made cool. a little model. Like, yeah. And made a little model <laughs> of the thing, the car with the miniaturization technology. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but no, they made a little model. Um, model. <laughs> I know a little model. <laughs> Sitting over there. <laughs> but... Um, like they they kind of went for some stuff, and you know, and to accomplish it on on that kind of a budget is is not bad. Um, Mackie, were you were you done? I don't know. Yeah, if I, I was I done. Cut you off. Or yeah, not. no. Okay. I think I'm going to go ahead and agree with with Harlow. I think I'm going to give it. No, I know I'm going to give it two jocks. Um, it's kind of close to a three, but there are a few things that there are a few like like the pacing issues kind of kind of mess me up a little bit the the weird time travel even though like i have my brain is working on a theory on how it could work out um that's <laughs> there's the problem is that they give they give you just enough for you to uh for you to whiff on suspension of disbelief on that like mm-hmm. you know maybe it's only objects that are period appropriate can make it back to the time or maybe only objects that contain something from that time period i don't know they maybe they explain it in the second movie it doesn't matter it it <laughs> It bothers me in this in this movie just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, like I, I'm kind of with kind of with you on the on the fact that I kind of want to see two and three. Um, I also think that this movie has a really good like I really really like the plot of this movie, the ideas and the and the um, sort of I like the beats in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that it it. it didn't quite pull it off as well as it as well as it could have um and i'd really i'd really like to see this remade i hate to say it but like i'd like to see this movie taken by somebody you know who who really has a a passion for making this story not like i don't want somebody to to try to remake it like you know let's make a cool if they had made it in 83 but they had had all the money in the world no i I just want to see somebody who make this story yeah that wants to make this story and i mean maybe too like 
is the actual ending of this story, or maybe three is or something like that, and maybe someone could come along and take the best ideas, mm-hmm. the best Trancer's ideas, mm-hmm. and make them into like one nifty, full-featured movie. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, you could easily shave... 15, 20 minutes off of this, of paddingness, and Which then is make insane. a one-hour movie. I'm just saying, like, you've got a one-hour movie plus whatever other plot. Yeah. I'm saying, you know, there's a, yeah. there's probably a, a good one-hour of material in this. Because, like, the, the details of this movie don't need to be over-explained. They just need to be explained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead you of just, just being presented s- and, yeah, you know, just what? set the ground rules yeah. real quick yeah. for mm-hmm. for the time travel. Yeah. And then... Like Terminator style. Terminator was basically just like, we can send you back, just no clothes, no nothing, because it's biological only. And it was just like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. You know, that makes sense, yeah. I guess. I'm yeah. going to go with that. Whatever. Even though, like, Except you know, the more, the more they made these movies, the less it made sense. But I'm saying, initial yeah. one, it was just like, all right, yeah. Crouch down, be naked, go. I'm saying, like, you know, <laughs> we established, yes, okay, well, it makes sense. You can quantum leap into your ancestry. And then it's like, but we'll also send you this box. It's like, what? Yeah, it's like, well, wait, why Why is the box a separate thing? <laughs> yeah. But we just yeah. put some useful things in the box. Yeah, well, I mean, that's in the box. <laughs> You know, that that's the difference between something that has a bunch of script passes where they're like, all right, how do we explain this? How do we explain this and this? And this one, they're just like, eh, it'll be easier if we just do that. Yeah. You know, hey, we got to make this movie, pal. Yeah, we got to get this up. done. Yeah, because I guarantee you Empire at the time was basically like, we've got to make this movie to make this money so that we can spend that money on this next movie. They were in that chain of just like, we've got to make a thing. No, it's got to make more or, than we or spend. they've got to pay the creditors from Right, exactly. Or they're paying movie. off the, <laughs> the other things. Like, come on, guys, just go. We've got some cool space junk that we borrowed from something else. Let's mm-hmm. go. <laughs> so, All right. Well, apparently that car was made specific. Like his car was made yeah. for this movie. And a fantastic job. The same guy worked on Blade Runner. Oh, worked wow. on the vehicles from Blade Runner. Nice. Yeah. That guy was just like, I just want to make cool cars, man. Yeah, man. Cool space cars. Oh, yeah. And Frank Darabont was in the closing oh, yeah. credits. He was in like the art department. Mm-hmm. That guy went on to obviously. Maybe, why doesn't he redo it? That would be sweet. I'd you know? watch Frank Darabont's Trancers Reborn. Yeah. As long as it doesn't have like a missed ending. <laughs> yes. No, please do not do the snuff film ending. <laughs> Jack Death just shoots himself in the head. Right. Like, wait, what? Why? <laughs> Only one of us can go back. Okay. <laughs> and then like three seconds later, like there's another file. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> they send through another box. <laughs> yeah. no. We could have done that at any time. As soon as we saw you didn't come back, we just said here, you might want another one. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think we've actually managed to talk about this movie longer than the movie itself. So uh-huh. let's t- let's take a break. Okay. Bye. All right, welcome back. Hey, hey, hey! hey. <laughs> it's the second half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The part where we talk about more movies. Yeah, but first, mm-hmm. uh, we got some Patreon shoutouts. We're gonna start just doing shoutouts to people who uh, subscribe for the month. Just a little thank you. Say hey, you know what? You're awesome. Yes, you specifically. Mm-hmm. First up, David Billington. Yes, you specifically are awesome. So thank you. <laughs> no, I mean, but uh, Elias G, thank you very much. Uh, Mark F, Jeremy B, uh, Joel T, Max F, Rosamond S, and Kevin A. Thank you guys. Um, we appreciate it. Check your Patreon stuff because there's bonus podcasts there. If you're a subscriber, you get the early, uh, the early. Right now, you guys are doing a summer 
movie series, Summer Beach series? I, got, is that what you'd call I'm it? I'm leaning on as calling it just Banffcast Extra. Because right is, now yeah. it's yeah, like it's, colon because it's movie summer. film yeah. for theaters. It, we're just, yeah, it's Banffcast Extra, but then the title of this right. series is Summer Movie Series because it's all summer yeah. movies. And you know what? All it takes is a dollar. Yeah. But you pay more and you can get uh, advance notice on some of the episodes because uh, we'll hear David later on has a uh, a commentary about transfers. Yeah, so, he knew. There you yeah. go. He knew early. Yeah, because he's a subscriber. Be which, like David. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribers are cool people. What can I tell you? But again, thank you very much. We appreciate everything, uh, everything you guys have uh, given us. And thank you for listening. Yeah. I feel like we need to get you a magnifying glass for this so you can see them. It's a mirror. How is it a mirror? It's a mirror. That doesn't make any sense. It's not a magnifying glass. That's crazy. She's looking through the magic mirror. Romper that, room. That's you. You don't. I don't think you know what crazy means. <laughs> you can see through a magnifying glass. <laughs> what in God's name are you two talking Romper about? Room. Like, Romper room. But you call out the random names. Yeah. Just... I see Billy yeah. and Susie. And... <laughs> Thank you. Oh man, these I... old fucks over here again. <laughs> I'll totally do that. All right. <laughs> Take a look. It's in a book. Oh, wait. No. Take a look. It's in a fuck. Reading Bamfcast. You couldn't take a look. It's Jordy the Forge. That's not cool. No. uh, You see? (laughs) Uh, Um, Let's talk about some movies. Yes. Speaking of crazy. Uh Uh-huh. Me or the world or whatever. I went and saw Suicide Squad. And I'm, I want to talk about you that. and a lot of other people that yeah. broke some records. Yeah, popular motion picture. Um, um, I'm, I'm still trying to. I, I was still trying to formulate how to how to phrase this because, like, first off, let me just start. Let me start by saying, surprise, I like Suicide Squad. Surprise, motherfucker! Wow, um, that puts you in the minority. I'm just I, gonna I, say that. I know, I know. But now we'll phrase it that way. Okay, now let me backup because it wouldn't be the internet without like throwing some hate here uh there's obviously over sexualization of harley quinn everyone can see that in the trailers that's you know i think we knew what we were getting in for mm-hmm. i think the trailers kind of like focusing on her helped where it was it wasn't like i showed up and done what the fuck is this so like that that helped i mean just like knowing that ahead of time mm-hmm. um same thing a little bit to a lesser extent with like the enchantress character but she she's not in the she doesn't take as much of the spotlight throughout most of the movie so whatever um <laughs> now i i'm not saying like this was a great movie what i'm saying is like i i liked it i enjoyed my time with it um and i certainly think it's the best dc cinematic movie since the nolan batmans which aren't technically part of the modern dc mm-hmm. cinematic universe because yeah. they've tossed those aside but that's not giving it a lot of competition either uh, because I, you know, you know me, I, I hated Man of Steel. I d- didn't like Batman v Superman very much. Mm-hmm. I liked parts of Man of Steel, but, and I don't know if we're throwing Green Lantern in there and, or Jonah Hex. I mean, they're, they're, no, they're, they're no. kind of separate, you know, yeah. yep. throwaways. Um, now, now the negatives, uh, along, on, on top of that, Harley Quinn, especially, but I mean, most of them are kind of, uh, uh guilty of this as well I, I don't like the fact that it feels like they visited the hot topic cosplay section um <laughs> especially harley quinn because like i mean they were really just like hey girls you want some easy cosplay that takes very little effort here you go and you know you'll get your picture taken a whole bunch of times because there you go here's some booty shorts and a and a baby doll half t-shirt you know <laughs> was she wearing that in prison 
No, no. Like when they did, were they like, have a long time when they got out of prison to pick a wardrobe. No, like they were given a box of of stuff. I guess some of their old stuff, and <laughs> okay. said, "Take what you want." Uh, you know, like okay. you're on this team now. Okay, gotcha. Um, so they could have arrested her on laundry day, basically. Possibly no, her like the original Harley Quinn outfit is in the. In oh, the she truck. just chooses not to wear. Yeah, it? they actually show her. There's there's some. One of the things I like most about this movie is some of the flashback stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I said, it's going to sound like the more I'm going to talk about this, the things I'm going to point out are things that I don't like about it. So okay. I'm just trying to I'm going to try to balance to say, like, I like the movie. Here's what I, I, I preemptively know are your problems with the movie. Um, there are flashback things. They're interesting to the characters because, I mean, let's face it. Unless you're a DC Comics fan, you don't know who all these people are. You probably don't know who any of these people are, mm-hmm. I mean, except for Harley Quinn, probably. Yeah. And that's probably why they focused on her. People are like, Deadshot? What the fuck's that? What's a killer croc? Who's Captain Boomerang? What the fuck is this? You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of thing. You know? So, um, I'll admit I've never heard of Captain Boomerang. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. But, I mean, and there's some other people in it, too. But, uh like so, so that's that's one thing but and and also i, I know people are, like i said i haven't read any uh, i'm just saying what i would see people complain about Th- this movie is like super soundtrack heavy like every moment slash person gets a licensed song practically like mm-hmm. every single flashback is like all right here's this person's song and and i know that's really annoying to some people for whatever it's it's you, you can either go with it or you or you just or it's just it's going to be like the product placement thing like that fucking kills me yeah. like you know mm-hmm. oh great you plucked out this obvious song that's in another movie you know like that that pisses some people off mm-hmm. you know they, they want a a scored movie end to end or nothing at all you know like as soon as you have licensed music unless you do it cleverly inside the movie a la guardians of the galaxy they're like fuck it i hate it so the, mm-hmm. you just you automatically you've got people that are out for that and this movie like leans on that heavily um I didn't really have a problem with it. I thought some of the music they chose was good. Some of it's like cliched, you know, like things is like, oh, really? Do we need to hear that again? Um, kind of things. Whatever. It didn't really affect me. The thing that I didn't really end up expecting to like about the movie is I actually thought, unlike maybe with the exception of like the Paw Kent flashback stuff in Man of Steel, there is a point in this movie that actually elicited a genuine emotion for me, which is like not something I was expecting from this fucking movie at all. Right. Um, yeah, it, it's just strange. Like, I mean, I hot topic of cosplay wardrobe aside, I thought Harley Quinn was like characterized very well mm-hmm. because I mean, I know again, I feel like we've got people coming out of the woodwork who have now seen this movie and been introduced to this character other than like seeing a still p- image of her, you know, for the first time. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is like, they didn't do her character wrong. Her character is is psychologically attached to the Joker. It's not yeah. it's not a male dominance thing. It's like that is her character. It's not all women. It's her. You know, like she got brainwashed by the Joker and would do anything for him. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I'm assuming that's one of the complaints out there is like this kind of thing. But like, other than her, you know, revealing wardrobe, I think she fucking nailed the character mm-hmm. in my opinion. So she was really annoying. <laughs> well, if that's your takeaway from Carly <laughs> <Yes>. Quinn, sure. <laughs> I think one of the problems I noticed that people seem to have with uh, Harley Quinn's character is is not necessarily like not her character per se. It's people's reaction to her character. Okay. They only see it on a superficial level, like her devotion to the Joker. They see that as a an example of a good and healthy relationship, when in fact. 
the actual truth of that relationship is that it's literally the worst thing. And she is like, she's that's their relationship is bad because Joker has done bad, bad things to her. Yeah. So that's the biggest problem that I've seen that people have with that character. But that is that character. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean, true to that character. It's not, it's not a problem that people have with the, with the character itself. It's, it's, it's the characterization of the character that other people have, like people who are, who are only seeing, you know, the cutesy part of it and going, Oh, look, you know, she loves Dr. J. Um, and all that. They don't see the real truth of that relationship. And so they're, they're, almost fetishizing that sort of relationship when in all actuality, it's, it's something that you should very much be afraid of. Yes. And absolutely. Because that was the next thing I was going to say is, um, I know a lot of people have a lot of opinions on the Joker and, you know, prior to this movie ever coming out, you know, there was a billion and one like hot takes about the Joker's look and Jared Leto playing him and Mm -hmm. Jared Leto's antics, Supposed antics on the set, and <laughs> oh, he's, is he gonna, well, he's is, also put himself out there a lot. Right, I'm saying like, is he going to fall down the Joker hole? Is he going to kill himself? You know, like you know, what you know, all these dumb things, like hot take after hot take. And mm-hmm. you know what? At the end of the fucking day, I don't really care what the Joker looks like because the Joker has come in many different forms over the years. Mm-hmm. The basics are green hair, white paint, sinister smile, and crazy. That's all you mm-hmm. need. Beyond that, if he has tattoos, if he has teardrop tattoos, I don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter to me. It's not, I'm not, this is my Joker and that's all there can be. At the end of the day, I watched that movie and I didn't see Jared Leto at all. Hmm. And that to me, that's the strongest testament of like a, a person getting into a role. Is, is that because they cut most of them out of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, he's in the movie more than I thought he would be. Okay. Like, honestly, I don't know what he's people, been out there complaining. I don't know what people are complaining about. Okay. People are like saying that he's barely in the movie. Well, I think it's because there are, there are scenes in the in the trailer that aren't in the movie. That's the that's the main concern is that the trailer showed a lot of stuff that's not in the movie. It, whatever. I don't care. I don't I, I don't watch trailers. I'm just saying, like, he was in the movie. No. He had more of a part in the movie than I was expecting because the Joker's not part of the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. So it's not his story. This isn't like the Joker, the origin movie or whatever. Right. I mean. It's interesting to me. And like I said, I was genuinely afraid for people sharing scenes with him, which is the kind of unease you want from that character. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, whatever. I, like I said, I I just ended up actually quite enjoying this movie. And there are things well, I'm I, glad. I, there, there are things I don't want to talk about that I actually enjoyed, but they're kind of spoilery. So I just want to say there are moments in it that I was like pleasantly surprised that they were a part of it. So, I mean, I've heard a lot of complaints about the the dour nature of it, but that's, again, that's the Suicide Squad story. It's not, this isn't happy, friendly. Yeah, they're all bad guys. They're all bad guys being forced to do shit that they don't want to do by someone who may quite possibly be a worse bad guy than them because she has the idea of doing this in the first place. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, I I don't know. It gets in that whole, like, we used to have a lot more movies about this, like soldiers that did atrocities but then you realize they were put there by somebody even worse than them or you know just didn't even care or you know there used to be more things like this and i kind of miss that story structure of like here's bad and here's worse yeah Mm -hmm. so i I think what you're saying about certain aspects of it or a lot of people are coming into this cold Mm -hmm. with no exposure to these characters or this universe or this world or anything like that i also think like the initial trailers probably sold this movie in a way that it's not sure absolutely um, yeah i mean because the, the trailers especially like some of the later ones when they were cutting in the music yeah like look like happy go lucky fun time yes. here we go yeah well and apparently the people that cut the trailer were brought in to edit the movie 
I like I Which also heard I also heard complaints weird, about like yeah, it being yeah. Godfrey Ho's Suicide Squad like it felt like two different movies. I don't know what those people are talking about. They apparently actually haven't even seen a Godfrey Ho movie. <laughs> I don't think they have because those are like holy fucking yeah. shit. This is two completely different movies. I didn't yeah. get that at all from this movie. Do you think they're referencing like the fact that the the flashback stuff is of one quality and the modern stuff is not? The flashback stuff is is shot super minimalist most of the time mm-hmm. like there are there are full scenes where it's like okay this is happening and like there are characters and we're obviously in a pace but the place but then there's like memories where it's like stark backgrounds like just characters in a, in a blank background kind right. of thing where it's like this is just you know almost terrence malick-esque like this is the the highlight of this and i okay. we don't remember where we were or what you know what we were doing just remember us i get you that. know kind of thing yeah. so like I said, I, I, I'm not drop. I'm not. I'm not trying to drop Terrence Malick on Suicide Squad. So, <laughs> are you sure? I understand the difference between the two. Believe me. Yeah. I assure you, I do. I'm just saying. I, I think that the the fact that I waited a few days to see this movie actually helped because I I was interested in seeing this movie. I started to feel like maybe this was going to be the savior of the DC Universe franchise because I didn't feel like it had any saving and you know happening I, like other than the Wonder Woman trailer looking good mm-hmm. and. And then, like, the negative reviews started to come in, and it just, like, it lowered my bar down to a more reasonable thing, where I was like, I don't think I was pinning as many hopes on it, and then it just turns out, like, I actually kind of kind of liked it. <laughs> so. Cool. All right. Glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm glad to hear you say that. All right. Um, so, throwing a little swerve on the Friday, Friday's the 13th uh, thing. What? Do you want me to lead right into that, or do you have other things? No, I don't have anything. Okay. I had one thing, but. Do you want to go? You go ahead. Nah. Break, break up on break up me talking. All right, break up me talking. Yeah. Uh, I watched Stranger Things, like the whole at, things at the internet's recommendation. Y- yes. And Chuck's and Harlow's. Yeah. Stranger <laughs> than what? He wasn't here. Things. You uh, weren't here. He wasn't here when I talked about having seen it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, cold take. That's pretty good. I liked it. <laughs> it's well made. Uh, I love how they make it look like it was shot on film, even though mm-hmm. it's digital, which a lot of people haven't seemed to figure out is how to make something look like an early eighties movie. Yeah. And it really is. I mean, it really does play out like a six and a half hour, however long seven hour eighties movie, you know, from, you know, that 82, 83, 84 range, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. I, I don't like that. There's, season two stuff set up at the very end. Mm-hmm. I feel that kind of end, you know, knowing that they'll be returning to a lot of those characters in season two mm-hmm. kind of feels like you got a lot of room to fuck this up now, which is a bummer. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I hate prejudging it like that, but it kind of feels that way that it's like you had the chance to just wrap up this thing perfectly and you kind of didn't. Yeah. So it, it, I, it left with me going this is okay this is great but it's not quite as great it feels like if you had just said all right we're only doing this we're done it would have been that much better for me but that said it's still pretty damn great yeah it is yeah and the man what a great cast like getting getting those kids is i don't know how they nailed it that perfectly someone got it someone understood kid casting yeah. Like they knew they couldn't be irritating little shits mm-hmm. because so much of the population would just go, no, fuck this. Well, yeah. And, and they do some like some crappy stuff to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, they bicker in realistic, incredibly realistic ways towards mm-hmm. each other mm-hmm. throughout the course of that. Yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, it's pretty great. And Sheriff Hopper looks like a cross between the two brothers in Six Feet Under, which is really unnerving to me. <laughs> well, like, he, he looks just different enough that I didn't realize he was the guy from the newsroom yeah, until I, know. Like, I looked it yeah. up and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I kept telling my wife that. She's like, who is he again? And I'm like, the, the guy after the other show. I, I'm pretty sure he's in Suicide Squad, too, which is like <laughs> even threw me off even more today. Oh, he's going to be that guy now is yeah. in everything. Um. <laughs> yeah. He was like one of the, the government guys, I'm pretty sure. Ah. But anyway, yeah, it's it's well worth watching. It's I'm still amazed the internet has not turned on it yet. I'm waiting for that backlash to come. Mm-hmm. And the only turn that I've seen is some people going, ah, the soundtrack isn't very good. I don't know what people are talking about. Yeah, well... <laughs> people are mad about the treatment of female characters in that. I don't know why, but they are. And people are... In the Stranger Things soundtrack? <laughs> no, 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 not the soundtrack, but the... <laughs> Which... I don't know what they're mad about. I didn't read into it because I didn't want to get spoiled. I I like that they went with a lot of things would actually happen this way. If if this if this was really truly mm-hmm. if this really truly happened, mm-hmm. a lot of the places people end up are where like actual people end up. Yes, and not like Hollywood ending end up. One relationship in particular was so fucking realistic. Yeah, that just the way they wrap that up, you're like. Yeah, that makes yep, sense. That is exactly how everything And you would rebel go against down. it at first because of everything movies have taught you and you're like, "Oh wait, no, that's exactly what would happen." That mm-hmm. yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it is funny like that I was texting you about stuff as the show was going on and I'm like by like the fourth episode I'm mm-hmm. like, "I hope this fucking happens. This needs to happen so bad." And then it's like, "No, actually I kind of like that now." Yeah. You know, it's like Yeah. Yeah, it's re- it's very realistic. I Yeah. Yeah, and they just they nail all the details. Uh, as far as the soundtrack goes, like I can understand why people are kind of like, because it doesn't feel like a Carpenter soundtrack to me. It feels like a like Calm Trues type music, you know, type sound where it's everyone doing the synth thing that's modern, but they're like kind of aping old music. I don't know. There were and, some pulsy bits that and, were just like, oh, man, this is. Yeah. I mean, there's some of that. But there's also like, you know, when it's trying to basically evoke a lot of Spielberg stuff, mm-hmm. Spielberg just didn't do that in his soundtracks. Right. You know, E.T., you think about it, when they take off and they're, you know, and they're biking off and you got that theme soaring mm-hmm. as the bikes start flying. You know, that's there's nothing like that in this one. Well, and I think that's the thing of this show, though, is that it's not one thing. Yeah, it's it's. It's the look of something with the sound of something else mm-hmm. mixed with. It's a very good remix of a ton of stuff. Yes. That's made, that's, they make into their own. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest triumph of all of it is it's like everything's distinct. It's not like you look at it and go, okay. You know, it's not like you look and go, okay, that's Elliot from E.T. Right. You know, that's this person, you know. Yeah, I just, you know, I mean, we could already sow this, or, you know, plant the seeds now of, look, we will always have the first season of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Sure. They could fuck it up in season two. Doesn't matter. Season one. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's really great. By a lot of accounts, Twin Peaks season two fucked that show up to the point where it got canceled. Mm-hmm. Always will have season one of Twin Peaks. Yep. <laughs> so. All right. Yep. So are we are we ready for the Friday? I'm the 13th? ready to feel the finale of this thing. <sighs> yeah. Well, sorry, but not quite. What? Not right. I am only doing one Friday the Thirteenth movie this week. The final Friday the Thirteenth. Well, no. What? It's called Jason Goes to Hell. The final Friday. But right. Right away. That's a lie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so was it at the time? <laughs> yes. For until they made Jason X, it was the final Friday. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then that was the final Friday until 
Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> and then that was the final one until they rebooted it again. Mm-hmm. Yep. So anyway, um, never say never again. Um, so again, this is going to be my kind of, you know, randomly selected notes going down the line of the movie. So mm-hmm. play yeah. along if you've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. First note, how are you How are you hiding that much hair under a hat? <laughs> because this movie opens up and there's a lady wearing, a, I believe, a New York Mets hat. Mm-hmm. And she goes out into the woods to Crystal Lake and she's taking her time and she's like, I'm in a cabiny kind of place now. And then she goes upstairs and it's like, well, obviously it's shower time because, you know, this is a movie and people want TNA. But before that, she takes off her hat. And my God, it's like, <laughs> it's like Crystal Gale under this fucking hat. It's insane. <laughs> There's another horror. Hey, your old man reference. Yeah. But no, I mean, it's just, it's fucking insane. She just pulls it and it's like, how was that? Because like, <laughs> she had looked like she had no hair to holy fucking shit hair. Ladies I, can do stuff. I will say, I will say in response to that only that uh, with an infinite number of bobby pins, an mm-hmm. infinite number of things are possible. But it wasn't like a, this wasn't like a reggae hat. This was just a little <laughs> baseball cap. And, and also like there's, there's that and there's. Women grow up with, you know, with hair, a lot more of the hair than we do. You sure. have to realize that they can do amazing things with... Look, it's not just length. It was also, like, yeah. poof. You'd be surprised <laughs> she, how that... You'd yeah. be surprised how well that compacts. Okay. <laughs> all right. So that was my first note. Because it was just, like I said, it was like, all right, sexy tomboy. And then, holy shit, you have a lot of hair. Anyway, <laughs> like... Um, so anyway, it's like, it turns out that this lady with all the hair... Mm-hmm. Um, Jason goes to kill her and she goes running into a field and then suddenly uh, floodlights come on and this was all a trap. This was an FBI trap to kill Jason. (laughs) So my note is a Jason trap followed by a J-splosion. Yeah. (laughs) I'm in movie because the FBI was like, Jason's still out there. We got to blow him the fuck up and they shoot him about 300 times and blow him the fuck up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy shit, Jason's going to hell in like the first few seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. My next note is: Does he get to hell sooner than he gets to Manhattan? No. Oh, <laughs> nope. Nope. He nope. Be- beats. He, he takes Manhattan first. Mm-hmm. Um. My next note is because they're they're wheeling uh, the the lifeless pieces of Jason's body into a morgue, and my next note was save on save money on actors. Have Kane Hodder out of the makeup because he plays a security guard, uh, giving the guy rolling in Jason's body a hard time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I recognized him, but I did. He's a large man. Um, so mm-hmm. right away, my next note is, uh, what the hell? I just even, what? <laughs> oh, okay. And followed by, so the theory is Jason, Jason is just quantum leaps into new bodies. Yeah. Because that's what happens in this fucking movie. Yeah. He possesses the coroner who was doing his autopsy and makes that coroner eat his heart. Cause it just starts beating Jason's like, heart. Well, Jason's heart. He, well, yeah, he's, he, he makes him eat Jason's heart. Cause it starts pulsing while he's weighing it. Yeah. And, and then he's like, that would be good to put in my mouth. <laughs> corner. Is Jason becomes Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. This movie is normal. Dudes are Jason. Right. Um, <laughs> my next note is looks like Jason is going to hell with the same speed as Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to run through these because they don't make a lot of sense. My next note was, did Aaron Gray have her daughter when she was five? <laughs> because Aaron Gray from Buck Rogers is in this. Mm-hmm. And she has a daughter who looks about five years younger than her. Yeah. Anyway, my next note was really hoping Jason, and that's in air quotes again, because that's not, not it's Jason, not Jason. Uh, takes out the diner lady. Because the diner lady in this is fucking terrible. Oh, right. She is awful. Yeah. Um, and she 
gets even worse later. Uh, again, notes and out of order. I'm, this is like way into the movie by now. This is how mo- little notes I felt like taking this movie. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, sure. Why not movie? Horror fans won't recognize the Necronomicon, which is sitting in the Voorhees house cabin, whatever the fuck it is. When somebody walks in the literal Necronomicon from Evil Dead. It was on purpose. I, I, I know. I know, but <laughs> not good. No. Like, no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, my next note was, this is by far the worst made one of these so far. This feels like direct-to-video sequel shit made shit. I I can't even begin to describe how much of a, just a film quality, a filmmaking quality this one dropped down yeah. from even eight, which was kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. Man, like, at least those look like fucking 80s movies. This look like, just looked terrible. And, well, eight felt, you know, as, as shitty as it was, it was at least cinematic looking. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> My next note is, okay, Diner Lady didn't die harshly enough, but her man did did get Friday the 13th because he's killed in a fry vet. <laughs> fried. Oh, I get he it. He did get fried today. Yeah. Today. Yeah, Jason it. shoves his head into the fry later. But yeah, she, uh, I, what happened to her? I think she just kind of got her mouth punched in. <laughs> I, think, I think he just like went whomp and like collapsed her whole jaw and everything. Sure. Um, my next note is, well, actually, this is a series of the, uh, the, the questions that you're supposed to ask as a journalist, so I'm not oh. claiming to be one, but this is a little bit of out of order, and I promise one of these is not an, an allusion to something else. All right. Allusion, not illusion. Okay. Is it a trick? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> first note is, where's the baby? Because, like, there's a big part of this movie where the, 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 the idea of this movie is Jason is body hopping, mm-hmm. and he also had a sister that we never knew about who was Aaron Gray, mm-hmm. who got killed right away. Uh, but she has a daughter and that daughter has a daughter so he needs somebody <laughs> of the Voorhees line so he needs to go after whatever her name is or the baby yes but there is a point where she gives the baby to I think it's a waitress at the diner and the baby just like disappears for like a really long point in the movie where like there is mayhem happening in the diner I'm like where the fuck's the baby just baby, like they never address coming. it it's just like eh, we're not like mother immediately becomes disinterested in the baby like yes. it's really bizarre yes uh, my next one is, why is a give or take 30-year-old dude still wearing a Letterman jacket? Oh. Because the main character is, like, I think supposed to be 30? I'd say 30. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he's wearing his fucking Letterman jacket. Sometimes you peak in high school. Sure. <laughs> uh, as I said, these are the main questions. We've had where, why. Now, who is Duke, and why would Jason remember him? Oh. Now, Duke is the sergeant guy from 21 Jump Street. Yes. And he's basically... Jason's hype man slash set up to be the guy who's going to take him down. Mm-hmm. But he keeps talking about all of these reasons why he knows all this shit about Jason. And then when he meets Jason, it's like, don't you remember me? And it's like, no, who yeah. who are you? Because that was never established. Mm-hmm. They cut that reason out. Sure. Okay. Well, great. I don't know why they left in him saying, do you remember me? Because we don't. Sure. <laughs> uh, next one is what the hell am I watching this for? <laughs> <laughs> covered almost all of them yet the next one as i said not an illusion i just said how did this get made (laughs) because it's actually a valid question in this point in time i mean that in the actual sense not like oh we're gonna watch a good movie and go (laughs) (laughs) um because this is like who the fuck made this and why because it's like such an insult to people the fans of this series yeah like more so than any of the other dumb shit they've done along the way Mm -hmm. this one is just like hey you know that shit that you like fuck that Mm mm-hmm He's going to body hop. He's not going to be in the fucking movie. Yeah. Um, so you guys the, like Jason, right? Well, the, guess what? He's not in it. <laughs> so a, a proper journalist knows that there's more than the five questions. There's okay. the, the, the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, my final one is, to what extent does this suck? 
Okay, I can answer that one. A lot. A whole hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Jason never goes to hell until the last few seconds. Kind of Like, that's basically, they kill him and hands come out of the ground and grab him, including, he including Freddy Krueger's claw, mm-hmm. setting up the thing that was, what, 10, 12 years in the making? It was a long time ago. Long-ass time in the making? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Long enough that Jane saw that Bob had peaked, crested, and thought they were too good to be in that <laughs> shit. And yet they left the characters in. Um, but, yeah. So, my last note is kind of like a discussion area. Uh, you know what would have been a better crossover besides Freddy versus Jason? Hmm. X-Files versus Jason. With the intro that this set up. Yeah. Because that would have been fucking awesome at this time, and they might could have pulled it off. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they're like... The FBI's like the FBI is aware of Jason and has has to take him out using a cult shit. Fucking Colin Mulder and Scully, and that would be a badass movie. Yeah. And my final note: or Ash versus Jason said that since they implied that it was in the same universe, because yes. if you need someone to fight, you know, undead evil whatever things, Colin fucking Ash, and this would be a good movie. So anyway, mm. just like Freddy versus Jason is not the fucking movie we crossover we needed. So yeah, fuck fuck this one. I mean, God, this is by far the worst in the series. They like so easily. could have done the Expendables of the, horror movies. Yeah, what what is what is fucked up is like this. Like the setup for this could have been the most awesome one, and mm-hmm. then they were just like now, like I mean, the fact that like the government was aware of Jason and like waiting for the right time to take him out is like such a cool idea, and then they, just, they made it like nah. Yeah, because for like eight movies, it's always kids trying to justify to authority figures that there's this thing out there right. killing people, and then the town basically going, no, we don't talk about that. Yeah. yeah, and this is the government coming in heavily armed, going like, we'll take care of this. <laughs> yeah, it's and then they just made basically made a shitty body snatchers rip off movie. Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah, it's so bad. Yep. So. I do Lame. like that opening scene. I think that, that like that's a perfect oh, yeah. setup. Yeah. It just bugs the shit out of me that he's making noise when they're shooting him. Oh, like yeah. he's just roaring and making weird noises. It's just like Well, he continues that, like he grunts throughout the whole movie. Yeah. It's, it's dumb. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, like you want to talk about movies that need to be remade, like not this exactly, because that premise is dumb, but I mean like, man, just step in and like time travel back to nineteen ninety two and be like, uh cause, cause I don't even understand, like I I know Sean Cunningham is like at all the conventions for Friday the 13th shit forever. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm sure he gets asked this all the time. It's like, how the fuck did you let this happen? Like, how did you produce this shit? <laughs> and not go like, this is fucking stupid and not at all like what a Friday the 13th movie is. Yeah. So I, I would just like to travel back in 1992 and go like, um, just so you know, you guys are fucking it up bad. I'll do this better. Because like this could have been. A, these movies don't have to be high budget. You know, like, you just need some rooms that are semi-convincing as government buildings, and you could have people, like, with a Jason tracker and shit. I mean, it, yeah. it'd be it'd be fun. Jason versus aliens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, running through the woods with, like, you know, Predator versus Jason, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, not the Predator, but, like, that setup mm-hmm. of, like, we're, we're in the woods with Jason, with and we're heavily armed could be fucking awesome. Yep. They fucked it up. Anyway, so, expect the finale next week. Okay. Um... You know, we'll we'll I will Wait, continue. You're not gonna do Freddy versus Jason? No, no, no. Yeah, not part of the game. I'm not doing the remakes or any of that shit. I would. You would? Yeah. Okay. You gotta I, see I this would, through to the end. I would at least do Freddy versus Jason. Is that really I mean, that's really a Freddy movie with like that's like ninety percent Freddy, ten percent Jason. It's so barely a Friday the thirteenth movie. It's still relevant. Like it's still part of it. I mean, like the I remake. Think you should start watching the Nightmare on Elm Street series. I thought about that, but combine now it at the end. with our B- Bamfcast extra, and I'm about to have a job again. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, yeah. you don't have the time. I do not. I will oh, not have the oh, time. Well. Maybe after summer's over, we could do the Nightmare movies. Maybe.
maybe just do two a week sure i, I mean i'd be down for that i'm just saying like i already i'm feeling like when we started this Bamcast extra i was like fuck i'm already watching <laughs> two friday the 13th now i need to watch two summer movies i'm running out of time i'm just trying to help you fill your time man. I, yeah yeah <laughs> it worked fill yeah. my time anytime yeah all right. Yeah, I, I just real quick. I know they're going to start shooting the next reboot of Friday the Thirteenth here shortly. Like another like, reboot, or yeah, continuing? They're, no, the, they're rebooting okay. it again because man, that that one reboot was they, just I they made terrible. Two of the new ones. No, no they one? should have, but they didn't. Okay. Um, it it was dumb because it was one of those years where there was a February and a March, and February had a Friday the Thirteenth, which means that March had a Friday the Thirteenth. Why they didn't think ahead and make two movies and have one come out February 13th and one March 13th, that would have been genius, but they just made garbage. Um, I don't remember it being that bad, but oh, I mean, I'm not... Like, I didn't even finish it. I walked away from it. I was, okay. And I'm, you know, that audience. I just, I felt like the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot was worse than the Friday the 13th one. Okay. Like, I felt like it... it it pissed on the mythology more than the well, Friday one did. With that one, I mean... Nightmare on Elm Street, I mean, Jason, yes, is a character that's iconic, but mm-hmm. it's not like a Freddy Krueger with a personality. Right. right. And when you change the actor, you change that fundamentally. Well, Whereas, yeah, I mean, you know, the Friday the 13th, it's like Jason's just like this hulking monster. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. You could just do so many. Like, even if you re- start remaking specific Friday the 13th movies and just make them good, like, do Jason Takes Manhattan. But have him be in fucking Manhattan, like from like, the get go. Yeah, yeah, just like he he's on a boat or, and he's yeah, there. I mean, like he wakes up, he saw like lightning strikes the lightning strikes the mast of a ship, which sends it down the chain, which wakes him up, and he grabs the chain and just yeah rides to Manhattan. Just there you go, make that movie. Three you, three minutes of opening shot, and he's in Manhattan. You well, can, didn't they condense the first three movies into like the first twenty minutes of basically yeah the remake? Yes, it, it and it's all a cold open too. Like the the, the cold open of the Friday Thirteenth remake is like twenty five minutes. And then the title card comes up. All right, now you're making me want to just great. watch this again because, it like, kind of sounds great. It's but it's not. no, no, not because it's good. I just like now I like I'm realizing maybe I don't remember this and maybe I didn't fucking see it. That, that would be the craziest <laughs> thing. I guess I mean like, let's be honest. Like a lot of those weren't they all like uh, Mike, Michael Bay's bullshit yes. yeah. production company. Yes. Like they, they all had the same look. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, the, yeah, the brown, yeah. greasy looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that God, like, torture porn. Texas snuff Chainsaw movie Massacre was fucking terrible. That remake was atrocious. I, I didn't mind that because I have zero fucking love for the original. In fact, I don't like the original at all. Yeah. Well, I don't like the original. I didn't like that yeah. one either. Yeah. So yeah. they're both. Like I said, I just I think like the, the the griminess worked for me for that because that's all I remember from the original. So like it didn't. I'm not saying I enjoyed it, but I'm like, oh yeah, this is just as grimy as unpleasant as the original one was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just think if they reboot it and reboot it right and maybe have some ideas that they can pan out later, you can do an interesting idea each and every time. You can have some sort of weird foil. You can mm-hmm. have some sort of gimmicky premise and just don't fuck it up. I mean, it, all of these yeah. movies have a premise, but then you're just like, they fucked it up. How did, how did so many people work on this and fuck it up? <laughs> yeah, it seems weird that like, you know, when people whenever I hear people talk about Friday the 13th, what they like, it's always like, yeah, crazy kills. Mm -hmm. Jason goes around killing people in crazy ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This one, like they up the gore to a different level, like almost like things slash Cronenberg levels of gore. For some reason, it's like, well, that's not what this series is about. Like, I don't want melty faces and shit like that. (laughs) This is like, I mean, the crazy kills are like, it's, it's actually weird because 
like a lot of the kills are brutal, but like not in a gore fashion. It's just, just like goofy and crazy. They're goofy and crazy. It's like, like you know, like harpoons two yeah, people together. Yeah. Like or I harpoon someone like and it like propelled them into a tree and they stick there like boing, right. boing, yeah. Like I mean that's but it's not like then it sits there and like shows their intestines yeah. spilling out. It's just like yeah, yeah it's just all right. Jason someone punches someone through the chest. Right, fist comes out the other side. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah. This was this was like lingering. Like oh look at this, we've yeah. got melty face technology. Yeah. Melty yeah. face. Anyway. Anyway, you guys want some emails? Yes, please. I do. We've we've held off on them for a while, but gonna we got a little bit of time, so let's get them done here. Yeah. All right. Uh, first one up is from Scott from Dallas. Hey. Who uh, he says those films. The Alamo Drafthouse dollar VHS night this month, they showed a little ditty called Demon Wind. It's an Evil Dead ripoff where everything is turned up to 12 and played absolutely straight. There are two characters who are martial art magicians, and this is played completely straight. I really want to say more about this movie, but I'm afraid I'd either give away too much or lead to Mackie's review of the movie, starting with, well, I think it was a bit oversold to us, so I'm going to knock my rating down a few jocks. I Yeah, I'd probably do that. <laughs> Anyway, it's good, odd fun, though, and this is the first time an old man at a gas station was so determined to deter a bunch of teens from going to a cabin in the woods that he does what the one in this movie does. So Last month, they had a movie called Skid Kid, which is a fun look in early 90s amateur filmmaking, but not really right for the Banff cast. It did make me recall all the quote-unquote films I made as a child on my family's camcorder and edited by going frame by frame on the VCR before recording. Mm-hmm. Man, I... I feel that pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never did great with traditional movies, but I was pretty good at claymation for a 10-year-old. Did you all have any similar movie-making experiences as a kid, early childhood to late teens, please? Also, I just want to let you all know that about eight or nine months ago, I gave the people programming the dollar VHS night my copy of Order of the Black Eagle. They put Ooh. it into their movie night list, and it Oof. got delayed a few times, but they decided to watch it before they decided to watch it. But then they realized it was a sequel, so they went and watched Unmasking the Idol, which they enjoyed. They ordered their own copy of Order of the Black Eagle and returned mine to me and will hopefully end up seeing it soon. I don't know how much, if any, pull they have with Alamo Corporate, but maybe a miracle could happen. Just wanted to get your hopes up before they crash and burn Scott from Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) P.S. Check out Radioactive Dreams, which is a Fallout movie, except it was made in 1985 and stars Michael Dudikoff. Mm Okay. But yeah. As far as like weird movie making stuff... um, for one of our high school assignments, we had to make a newscast. Mm-hmm. And uh, back then, they had a channel called Channel One, which mm-hmm. Anderson Cooper was actually on. Yeah. And, and the uh, Super Channel One. Yeah. God, and a friend and I were. People in- that had TVs in your classroom. Someone else was talking about that. Um, that was yeah. like my yeah. age. And I'm like, man, you guys went to nicer schools. Was Lisa Mar- Ling? Marisa, yeah, Maria, yeah, and- Maria Menudos apparently was on this yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. And because like someone kept talking about her, I'm like, who the fuck is that? They were paid for. They were like sponsored. It's not like yeah. the school board came up with money. It was like Coca Cola was putting these things in rooms because they had commercials yeah. and shit in them. Yeah. But so we made uh, for one of our history Sponsored projects by Fruitopia yeah. <laughs> for one of our history projects. We made uh, fake newscasts mm-hmm. and like uh, I was part of the the Anderson Cooper segment where it was like Anderson Cooper was always in a war zone. So we had my friend was just running around. We were lighting firecrackers around. him. <laughs> and so and he's like, I'm reporting here live from wherever the hell it is. You know, mm-hmm. it was like the Civil War or something stupid like that. And yep. he was running around and. I, I was that's able to all s- I remember from that is editing together all these segments of us doing just the stupidest shit and still getting an A on the thing because we're giving accurate information on our newscast. Mm-hmm. I, I managed to save ours and put it on YouTube. We had a history project like that where mm-hmm. we did a thing on the Berlin Wall and it's actually on my YouTube channel. It's about nine minutes of insanity because like we were shooting it all in one day and it was all based off of like one sentence our history teacher had said about why the Berlin Wall came down mm-hmm. that 
basically like the the East Germans saw the other side and how the West Germans were living, and they and they really wanted the wall down because they wanted to go shopping, and so like. <laughs> We basically, not like full on, you know, we didn't have Nazi stuff, but we basically dressed up like soldiers and were like guarding the wall and someone was trying to escape so that they could get to a Kmart or something. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's like shot on a golf course. It's shot all kinds of places and it's on our fucking YouTube and it was edited on an Amiga toaster. Nice. Yeah. Or I, whatever their video editing, editing version was. I had, I had the same experiences in high school where it was basically like anytime there was any kind of book report or anything, we would always go, can we do a video? Mm-hmm. And she would go, fine, whatever. And then we would make a video. So we made videos for like Julius Caesar where we're doing like news reports of the event happening. Yep. Um, you know, we did uh, we did a Beowulf thing. We did um, just... Wasn't one of them... Didn't you put the Great Gatsby one online? Yes, the Great okay. Gatsby is online. I think yeah. Julius Caesar's online too. Uh, Great Gatsby, we were just... We had they had shown us the '70s movie, and so we just took dumb dialogue from the '70s movie that we thought was real dumb, and just kept saying "old sport" over and over and over and over and over again, and then came up with this dumb twist ending, um, and then just added 30 minutes of behind-the-scenes bullshit of mm-hmm. us filming the thing. So, and you know, it took up the entire class, and the teacher was like, "Well, I didn't have to do anything. A's for everyone." <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, and then we had like a band play a song because some of the kids in the class were in a band, so they sang a song about. Oh yeah, we did, our, we did our own music. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that led to us just just writing stuff all the time. Like we were just going to make movies all the time. And we made, we made a 50 minute movie based on the trailer for medicine, man. We had just seen the trailer. We had just seen the trailer for medicine, man, just about like someone finds the cure for cancer, then loses it. And so we made a 50 minute movie. Did somebody do a Sean Connery accent throughout it? No, we didn't. We didn't even do any of that. It was just like one of my friends had like written the cure for cancer on a piece of paper and his mom threw it out. And it just becomes this dude's adventure all around like school and and the neighborhood to find this piece of paper. And he just keeps running into all these weird characters who are just Mm -hmm. like, I saw the piece of paper. It was over here. So wait, he literally lost like a piece of paper that said the cure for cancer. Yep. Okay. Yep. That was like that was not. It was not actually the cure for cancer. No, no, no. It just, well, yep. okay. It's even he literally a, lost. The there's cure even for a cancer. better twist ending oh, okay. than that. He he finds it and runs in and calls the hospital to announce that he's finally found the cure. And he's he, they, you don't hear what the other person on the phone says. And he just goes, "Yep, that's what I've got written down." And he's like, "Oh, that causes cancer. I'm very sorry." <laughs> <laughs> And then hangs up the phone. Uh, it's the dumbest. What's a twist? <laughs> it's the stupidest. I need to see this movie now. Okay. We need to. It's like episode like three fifty. Is that like movie in the water? That movie is episode three fifty. It's so dumb. And then we do like the the sad trombone sound. <laughs> the end. This sounds pretty amazing. The sound from what? The sad trombone. Oh, the, poor, 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 poor. Poor. Yeah. the camera just zooms in on these crumpled up things, thrown on the floor. Camera just zooms in on it, fade out. <laughs> so your, your sound probably like they were more cohesive than ours. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. We had a lot of yeah. Ours were like five, ten minutes tops. <sighs> no, this was they're stupid. God, they're stupid. This was so involved. <laughs> we had like three separate Benny Hill things where you just ripped off music from an episode mm-hmm. of Benny Hill with like all the sound effects in. So like it didn't make any sense when we sped up the camera and everyone ran around. It was real tough. <laughs> Yeah, the worst was just like having two VCRs at somebody's house and just editing it all that way. Yep. 
Absolute worst. And my parents being like, you better rehook that VCR upright. And I'm like, oh, oh God. Yeah, yes. I got it. Yes. Don't worry. There's always the someone's threatening dad. about like, yeah. dad thinks that you, yeah. a child who has had to put all of your game systems <laughs> to the TV <laughs> and hook up the computer is yep. like, you better hook up that VCR right. Yeah. Like, Let yeah. me dad, see. I hooked it's it like, up the first power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Power. On, and worst case, I reverse the coaxes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up is from Olina. Oh, hey. Who says, when you're oh, wrong, hey. you're wrong. Oh. Dearest oh. Banffcast, I've been catching. You're wrong. I've been catching up while ripping and unloading enough movies to fill the library of Alexandra. Mackie is correct. It sucks, although I can't enunciate it as eloquently. Oh. In listening, I note I owe an apology to Mr. Harlow. Your breakdown of Friday the Thirteenth proves how much you like dogs. I've judged you incorrectly and harshly. You're wrong about the fun of the buddy movies, but you don't hate dogs. In honor of my mistake, I'm dropping "fuck your door" into every conversation I can. <laughs> surprising how often it fits. So, Doggist, my second favorite time of BMF year, Crash and Burn, Olina, sent from my Nas. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nas Turkley? Yeah. yeah. My favorite Nas was Nas Tradamus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry about the whole Doggist thing. Oh, yeah. Sorry about... <laughs> oh, yeah, surprise, we're not we doing fucking moved Doggist. On from Doggist. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, suckers. Whoops. <laughs> sorry. And, yeah, I, I like dogs. I like dogs. <laughs> yeah, I like dogs. <laughs> I have dogs. They're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they don't shit on the floor, then they're bad. I, I like bad dogs. I like nothing shitting on the floor. That's that's my goal in life. Yeah, that's a good goal. Yeah. It's it's an admirable goal. Mm-hmm. Usually they're good, but one of them has she's turned on us. Mm. Mm. She needs to be taught a lesson. Shitting for attention. <laughs> <laughs> kind of shitting for attention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shitting for attention. <laughs> It's <laughs> my fucking Smash Mouth cover band. It's my dire Straits the cover band. Jackass miniseries. <laughs> we play money for nothing. Shit I'm attention. Steve-O and I'm shitting for attention. <laughs> uh, Accurate. Now watch this. Yep. I'm going into this target. I'm shitting for attention. Yeah. All right. Uh, last one up we'll do is from David, who uh, says remakes. Hello, Bamcast. Recently, while watching Trancers, I noticed that the surface story is pretty good, but there were character beats and plot points that suggested it could be a much better movie. Mm -hmm. I personally think it could be remade today, small scale, and flesh out some of those beats. Are there any movies you guys have covered that you think deserve a remake? If so, who would you want to be in it, and who would you want to make it? Keep up the excellent work, and I hope you guys never crash and burn. Sincerely, David, sent from my monkey-operated Panzer tank. I, we've we've talked about this on multiple occasions, I believe. But mm-hmm. my first and always first answer is Logan's Run. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know who in it. I don't know. Um, just I don't know who's Michael Yorkish. <laughs> I thought the Bioshock guy had written like that was going to be made. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Well, it's like twenty years now. Right. It's been like they've yeah. been saying we're going to remake this before yeah, I mean, the island. I really thought Ken Levine had like that's why he stopped making Bioshock games because yeah, he was... now he's making Twilight Zones. So. Oh, okay. That's yeah. right. I, I don't know Fassbender. Well, Fassbender is my default answer for I need a British guy. <laughs> <laughs> I still want you know I still want the Bond reboot in you know take it back to sixties time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fassbender. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. and, and, and definitely him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. We we mentioned quite a few movies that we've covered that we were like, yeah, this is ripe for a remake. Um, yeah, I, th- I think we mention it whenever like we get to the end. We're like, yeah, remake that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, think about Zone Troopers, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. This, you know, that could be a really fun movie mm-hmm. with modern effects and everything. Um, yeah, man. I kind of wish, you know, again, someone with money would come along and just be like, look, let's do this right. Let, let's just go through the Empire Library, basically. Leave Robot Jocks alone. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's yeah. so many other things that they've done where you could just be like, let's try this again. I wouldn't be offended by a Robot Jocks reboot. I wouldn't either. I'd watch we it. We already got one. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Enough. kind of. <clears throat> and I almost mentioned that earlier. Like, if there was a Pacific Rim version of Trancers where it's like basic premise, but mm-hmm. t- to the nth degree, I would be okay with that. I wouldn't have any problem with that. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to think about some other ones. Uh I mean all the Heston ones probably should be remade. You know, like the, the sci fi stuff. I mean just I mean, yeah, they've done Planet of the Apes multiple times, but mm-hmm. Soil and Green and Omega Man, yeah, we've we've tried it a couple times, mm-hmm. several times. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, so I guess I guess just Soil and Green's the only one really, but I, I, I think the problem with Soil and Green is that everyone knows the ending. Yeah. It's yeah. just, you know, it's like, how <laughs> do you... the only thing people yeah, know. It's like, oh, Soil and Green is not people. <gasps> oh, twist. <laughs> it's actually Wait. food products. <laughs> Wait, what's the ending to Soil and Green? Mm. Mm. Huh? Yes. It's not actually green. Right. They have to put together Soil and Blue and Soil and Yellow. Oh, no. <laughs> and Soil and Blue and Soil and Yellow are made out of people. Yeah. There it is. Oh, it's peace. That's terrible. And I, you know, I knew the ending to Soil and Green before I ever saw it because yeah. of the Phil Hartman yeah, sketch on Saturday Night Live. Where he's just running people! out. Oh, yes, he's just running out and saying it over and over again <laughs> with his weird scarf on. This <laughs> little chartless and scarf. Oh, I miss Phil Hartman yeah. so much. And I I just think about a lot of black exploitation movies we've watched. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll just bring back that as a genre, like yeah. with, with earnestness and not like poking fun at the camera. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. I would I would enjoy yeah, that. Yeah, because you think about something like Sweet Jesus Preacher Man, how like mm-hmm. the premise of that sounds great. It's so good. Well, and I mean, it goes nowhere. The, like the places we least wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at we live in a time with Samuel Jackson, and Samuel Jackson has never been in a black exploitation history movie or an history movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know I said it just it happens. Um but like if ever there was a person born Well, Shaft. Shaft. I mean, they tried it, and but it was they were good. trying it like in like no, the year be- two thousand version. Yeah, because yeah. they made it a weird like international drug smuggling. Exactly, movie. you're like, mm-hmm. wait, no. I, but I mean, he also like okay, that is completely wrong version of the character for him. I mean, I'm saying that is the wrong yes character for him to play. I want him to be Sam Jacksoning all over the place, yelling at Whitey. That's what I want. <laughs> I mean, because like he can, like super angry Sam Jackson is what I want. And mm-hmm. they were like, no, play cool shaft. And it's like, what? No. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want who wants that. We don't want the even tempered, you know, yeah. or even slightly excitable. We want full out mm-hmm. eight motherfuckers a minute. Sam Jackson. <laughs> right. Yeah. Make the hard R. Exactly. Just recreate that. I mean, I, I mean, I you know, not to get like political, but I mean, we're living in a world where fuck. I mean, like, we're back to having like I thought we were mostly done, but like we're back to full on fu- fucking social injustice. So you yeah, know what's been there? It's, it's fucking. We just didn't know about right. it. The, the reason yeah. was everyone was quiet about it, and now right. it's, it's it's right. Well, I'm being saying videotaped. Like, that's what I'm saying. I I think it's it's gone from like. And maybe whispered in rooms and, you know, some incidents happening to like front page. It's in everyone's face and Mm -hmm. it's like got people yelling in public again. And it's like it's time to fucking like make some make some movies and say, you know what, man, Shaft. (laughs) was that asshole's name? Shaft kills Darren Wilson a hundred times. The movie Mm. would be like. (laughs) Box office hit. Yep, yeah. I'd watch it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I mean, the, the, those movies were made because of the pol- political anyway. climate of the time, and like, I mean, sadly, I think we're fucking back there again. Yeah. 
it's terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Problem is, the fashions just won't be as good. No. no. Yeah. And only other thing I can think of is I kind of I wish we could have a return to stuff like 1990 Bronx Warriors and the Warriors, where it's like themed gangs. Yes. And you're going through a like New York City or wherever. Mm-hmm. A that's, gauntlet that's, of gaily garbed yeah, gangs. That, that's like a yeah. They nailed it. But just like <laughs> New York is a wasteland, mm-hmm. you got to fight through all these different, basically, practically video game levels of mm-hmm. dudes to get there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a genre I miss a lot. Well, the entire, like, Italian ripoff industry dried up, which really sucks because mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff was interesting. Like, you yeah. knew what you were going to get. Like, they were just Mad Max ripoffs or something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just just like a weird foreign take on what someone thinks New York is coupled with New York being shitty and bombed out and just wrecked. Yep. That's just the, that combination is gold and you can't do that anymore because there is no outside film industry and New York is fucking Disney world now. So mm-hmm. it's, well, I think also we, we, we've hit a point where we have enough recognizable people willing to go to Bulgaria and make whatever fucking movie. That, yes. And it's like, you know, there's no re- longer a need for your Lou Ferrigno's and all those right. kind of people to like, you know, be super like, D-tiered level celebrities. Now you can get people that were A-list celebrities five years ago willing to go over there, make scale, and, you know, shit out a movie in two weeks. Yeah. We've still got Detroit. I was going to say, I'm surprised that Detroit has not tried to pull what Louisiana did after the hurricane, which was really ramp up their film production. Yeah, shoot your movie here before we clean all this shit up. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, Detroit is like, it's a wasteland now. I mean, it's it's RoboCop. Detroit... (laughs) Detroit's having a bit of a resurgence, but it's yeah. There's a lot of it that yeah. that is film worthy. Like, I mean, there's got to be warehouses, just just oh, empty absolutely. factories and foundries. And- One of the problems with that, though, may be it may just be that like because of what's happened to Detroit, you can't get in contact with anybody who owns any of that shit to get any of the rights and to do it a big film guerrilla style you run into a lot of I guarantee you there's that there's the people who do still own the land want too much money for permits and shit and three you probably can't guarantee any safety <laughs> yeah and Detroit the the city of Detroit itself maybe you know yeah like the city like, is probably like probably not wanting that yeah. image to get out there mm-hmm. whereas New York didn't give a fuck in the 70s yeah. they were just like yeah put us on film great more money for us mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll build another building so. everything's made in Georgia and Florida <laughs> we'll build another pre-distressed building in yeah. New York I'm always amazed when something is filmed in Atlanta. Filmed in Georgia. Well, yeah. well you mean filmed like, in Atlanta or like, you know, set in Atlanta? Filmed. Uh, like, well, not advertised as such. Okay. Filmed in one of the many thousands of square miles yeah. of Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. How do they ever get there? You gotta, you're always stuck in a traffic exactly. jam. Exactly. You can't. There's no way to get anywhere. Yeah, you just have to airlift in. Like, you know, they filmed Anchorman 2 there. Okay. <laughs> Atlanta was New York in that movie. So, Man. I mean, how bad has New York gotten that you can't even film... It's all the tax breaks. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's all yeah. it is. It's all tax break. It's like the, the Georgia it was film. Toronto. <laughs> it was Toronto for the longest time. Yeah. And then now they're like, oh, we don't even have to leave the US now. Okay. The yeah. Georgia Film Bureau or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. 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 yeah yep. they, they have a uh, Chris Cooper at the end of every TV show now made mm-hmm. in Georgia. Yep. yep. Is that Chris Cooper? Yeah. It's like whenever you need a movie where there's a lot of driving, for some reason, they just go to Atlanta because they just have interstates that no one's using. And they just, they just, all their car chases have, like, Need for Speed, that entire movie was filmed on abandoned highways in Georgia, or ones they hadn't opened yet, Man, or something. why didn't we drive on those when we were in... That because everywhere nice. anybody <laughs> wants to go in Georgia, it's all uh, full yeah. up. 
these are just you know around fucking Milledgeville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is a millage? I don't know, but they got their own yeah. bill. I don't know. It's <laughs> kilometer bitch. <laughs> replaces <laughs> <laughs> Kilometerageville. Ah, uh, I hate anyway. you so much. Sometimes that's our emails for the week. Uh huh. How about some contact information, BJ? Uh pretty easy. Uh, BMFcast.com. Mm-hmm. BMF at BMFcast.com, or gives a ring on the Garfield phone nine one zero five jocks BMF or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. Awesome. We got a Patreon, patreon.com slash bmfcast. Uh, we had shirts for sale, but now no longer. If you missed it, I'm so sorry. <laughs> More shirts might come along. Yeah. They will. More shirts we predict will come in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you if you sew them, they will come or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, click our buttons to get some buttons. Yeah, we also got some sweet buttons in. We're not sure what we're going to do with those yet, other than kind of roll around on them like, you know, a cat with catnip. But um, I heard a little. <laughs> Nah, it's all right. But we'll get uh, we'll get more details on that later. Yeah. But uh, we have a store set up, so we're ready to to roll out the merch train here shortly. You're going to oh, be yeah. seeing Bamfcast skirts and scarves and mm. underwear and nope. socks. Nope. And neckties. Nope. nope. A line tops. of edible underpants with our mm-hmm. faces on the yep. cross. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Definitely doing that. They're actually just going to be made out of fruit roll-ups. <laughs> That's what Shape, basically yeah. what yep. they're made out of. Anyway. And lunch meat. <laughs> yep. Yep. Drink koozies. My brisket briefs. <laughs> Roast briefs. Yeah. Mm. There you go. We're done here. Good night, everybody. It's anyway. Just, yeah, it's just rolled up ham. <laughs> Got my ham pants on. But anyway. We're going to roll out the merch train soon enough. We already got it kind of chugging along with the pre-order mm. of the sweet-ass limited edition gold-as-fuck BMF cast hot t-shirts. Um, but keep abreast of the website, Facebook, Twitter, and all that. Um, and we might get you some things that can cover your breast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we had some things. But we, uh, we have more. <laughs> that's about it. Right. All right. Well, let's get out of here. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bathcast Out. <laughs>